city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 29. Okay, so when last we left our heroes of Corvosa, yep. uh, you had been to Rakazeli, where you had discovered problems being caused there. There were corpses being dumped. Um, yeah. uh, specifically, there were corpses being dumped because the corpse dumpers claimed it was easier than taking them to the Temple yeah. of Phrasma, where this is the clerics of Phrasma, where they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Malia Arcona referenced again in that. Um, there were a bunch of basically teenage girl vampire spawn here mm-hmm. um, who shrieked at you, wanted their blinksies, and then you killed two of them and drove the other two off. Uh, and they had rats feeding on the corpses and then spreading bits of them throughout the city to spread the plague further. And so at this point you have searched the place, you've found Giatori's key to his vault at the Temple of Abadar, and you have a feeling like if you took it there, you would have the little scene that we already played out in advance. Um, for the moment, however, uh, you are still in Rakazeli in Giatori's toys. <coughs> Vampire Spawn have flown off a, a minute and a half ago. So we took out... How many of them? Two. Two. Out of four. four. So half of them are still there. Yep. yep. But we also, you know, but we've, 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 we've stopped their plague spreading out. But we've, we've stopped today's swarm. There's going to be other swarms, but at least tonight. Well, no, the conception is they're not going to necessarily find another quiet place that's yeah. completely yeah. overshadowed. Yeah. If you recall that what Jack saw the vision that allocated <laughs> there. Yeah, sorry. I said if you recall what Jack saw, the vision that St. Elke gave her. Yeah. The conception was that we saved a lot of lives by what we did, even though yeah. we didn't necessarily because, take out all the vampires. Because it is not going to be simple for them to just walk around the corner, go to a different alley, and continue the same antic. Yeah. Because they'd have to find something else that's completely in shadow <laughs> to the vampires that we could live in. Yeah. Um, and then get the uh, people to start dumping corpses sure. there when the city's going to be on guard for that sort of thing now. Yeah. So it's made it extremely difficult for them. Yeah. I mean, obviously they'll they'll concoct some other evil scheme, but we've, yeah. we've stopped this one and just slowed it down. Maybe I could give you a hand and we could wipe all this stuff off the table. Stop. And by um, giving the guard this information, it's going to prevent them running the same scheme again. Yeah. Because the guards are going to be on the lookout for it now. It's a lot more yeah. than just there's some bodies in a pile where they shouldn't be. It's an active. That's a much lower priority <coughs> than an active effort to spread blood for hell throughout the city. 
Okay, so your NG Atori's toys. Uh, you had had or were in process of looting the place, I believe. Yeah, we we, we you given us all the treasure. Uh, yes, and Garin had just concluded. Um, you're running on the theory that Giatori had been paid off with this money that just turned up, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and Garin had just said, "Ah, you know, ah, th- this is, ugh, this is coinage from Ustalav. That's a ways away from here. I mean." That would have meant the vampire spawn would have had to have left before the plague started. Dun dun dun. And that is where we cut in. Gareth pronounces yeah. this, looks ominously around the shop, and then everyone else continues about their lives and business. <laughs> you just sensed Gareth as if it was the moment for a pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a pause for a whole entire week. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so you can do whatever else you like with Giatori's toys? Um, so I would suggest that we um, get some help um, from the um, from the body carts get coming and getting these guys and carrying them off to the, the, the remains of the various bodies that we have here and carrying them off to the grey. Um, did we have we done anything with Giatori's body at this stage? Or? Uh, no. no. I I presume that people have probably moved it out from behind the counter, so yeah. it's not kind of sitting in there staring at you while people staked out the shop. But as far as I'm aware, no one's taken it off to be buried or anything yeah. of the sort. It's probably just literally been pulled into the back room along with the Blinksies. So I would suggest that we get his body down to the grey and pay for a private funeral for him. Not not nothing startlingly fancy, but just you know a nice individual coffin with his name and uh, and the like. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, silver, several silver pieces worth, I believe. We should also warn the temple that there may be a vampire uh, out there. Already uh, done. <laughs> um, I see. Jared, some notes, one yeah. of which was to Bishop Kapara. Yeah, technically it already will do, because yeah. it hasn't quite actually yeah. happened in character yet. But yes, um, we'll Florence, Miriam has written up notes and sent them to GM for Kapara de Bear, Marcus Endron, Cressidia, and um, Sabrina. Yeah. Cool. To so tell we, them yeah. bodies were being dumped here, there are vampires involved, it's a deliberate yeah. effort to spread the plague. Oddly enough, you forgot to include um, the Arcona Armsman and, oh, yeah. and the Hell Knights and your CCs there. Um, well, I didn't think the Hell Knights would be particularly interested. I didn't think yeah. they would need to know. Yeah. Um, but, and okay, so we can consider the authorities. Flora goes off and writes some letters. Yeah. We can consider yeah. the authority reporting to have been done. So uh, which is also going to clean up this pile, incidentally. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Within the next day or so, people are going to come along and clean this mess up. Okay, sweet. So we can consider that that part. We can probably get someone to um, get f- find. Oh, I have an idea. We can find Elky Baldrago and pay him a couple of gold pieces to um, cart Giatori's body over to the Grey and to thank him for giving us the tip. Hmm. Gold pieces. Yeah, gold. That's going to oh, feed him feed him for a couple of nights. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah I can. Yeah, I can do that. I'm going to get me another cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one went down smooth. Mm-hmm. So yes, maybe you'll upgrade to horse piss someday. <laughs> yeah, well, the theory was he had... Hang on, hang on, I'm not made of money. He, he went having... from toad spit to cat piss. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, horse saliva. Yes, yeah, so we will... <laughs> you know, the good one's horse semen. <laughs> oh. 
gross. It's a thick white drink. Because it's made of vodka and white rum, isn't it? <laughs> That's so much worse now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, so if someone will put me an eraser and a pencil. Thank you. Uh, and if you're there in the treasure list. Uh, close enough. Uh, I believe I mentioned uh, last week, probably after I um, turned the record off, there was something. Um, there was a magic ring in with the stuffs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in with Giatori stuff. Right. Uh, a ring of discernment. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, what's what's discernment? It is a plus five bonus to sense motive. Yeah. And you were interested in this. I think everyone was interested in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mentioned it. Um, I remembered it was supposed to be there after I finished the session and um, Ring of retroactively put it in, but I don't think we wrote it down on the treasure list. No, we did not. And that's in Giatori's pile, so it's literally, you know, there's a note written by him with it saying this is X, it does Y. Yep. So, just that was in the vault, was it? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we pay LT Veldrago two gold pieces as a bonus for giving us this tip and to help cart Giatori's body. Yeah, the, the vampires mostly just had coinage and things, just assorted coinage on them in high denominations, gold and platinum. Um, and Giatori's pile had boots of striding and springing a ring of discernment, a little bit of money, and um, his most valuable possession, the plans for making blinksies. Mm. Yep. Those don't have to exist anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, if people want to torch these no blinksy dolls, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or yep. we can just leave them in a pile in the corner. Just leave them. And hope they don't move. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been in the crate for a day if they haven't got out of the crate. I feel like we may have taken care of this problem. Um, so, I don't mind as so much as long as I don't have to hang out in the store with them. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, pay for, pay for a funeral for Giatori. The, um, uh, the um, Jack wants the headstone to say Giatori, a great thief. <laughs> Fair enough. And, um, the um yes, pay pay LT Bell Drago for the information. Yep. And um yeah, especially since we'll we let... got rid of his little dumping spot and it's gonna well, be harder harder for him to dump body. Well the conception is Elky was too moral. Yeah, Elky was the one that yeah. wasn't doing it. He, oh it wasn't he, doing yeah, it. He, yeah. he, he came to tell you because he thought it was he, he yeah. thought it was kind of bad the others were doing it, and he thought it was creepy that um this was going on. Yeah. And he used his head. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. used my thinking brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we're giving, we're thanking him for the tip, and he gets a. Um, because he's he's literally had previous experiment experience with you guys that says I shouldn't just give the bodies to the first guy that asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's learned from it's, his mistakes. It's, it's, he's it's, a credit to his family line. Yeah, yeah that's what makes me the brain in the Bell Drago outfit. Mm-hmm. That, and to be honest, the others are kind of thick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unlike the <coughs> other Bell Drago we met in the alley, who we definitely. <coughs> I was getting him confused. Yeah, well, that's easy. They're both Bell Drago. Yeah, there's not much divergence. In the I can't remember stuff. what the other guy's name was. Dribbly Bell Drago? <laughs> Dribbly. It wasn't really Dribbly. I just came up with that. Boy. I just came up with that. Well, they've got so many of them, their mum's run so out of them. That's racist. I believe you'll find it was Harper Bell Drago. Ah, that's it. The GM's totally keeping track of it. makes you a nice rapier or weapon. Alright. Um, so I think that more or less takes care of the vampire situation. Yep. 
Well, for now. Only dumb that's Giatori's toys? Yep. Yep. It's, you know, um, maybe 10.30 at night when you pack up and wander out of here, and no problem. Nice. And so, as I say, you contact the guards, you, um, this, you, you'll get a notification back this pile has been taken care of, and all is hunky-dory. Well, I might have accidentally fired um, a scorching ray at the police box on the way out. <laughs> Did it misfire? <laughs> <laughs> it, actually, it, it actually doesn't light things on fire, because it's, oh. it's magical fire. The fire goes, poof, oh. flares, burns, and then goes out again. But you would accidentally on purpose set the box on fire. You merely shouldn't do it inside the shop. Yeah, you should really control burn crap like that in the poorest wooden area of course. Yeah, it's I think so yeah, might be a little upset. Hey, those Blinksy dolls might become rare and valuable treasure now that no one's making any more of them. Mm-hmm. items. They might not. Too. Well, maybe mm-hmm. somebody will burn them all and then they'll be gone. <laughs> Someone okay. else will get free to raise them up and come back to make them. So the coming pack without I don't believe. <laughs> then we are going to downtime again. Yay, downtime. And first of all, when you guys get up the next day, after having crawled around with vampires who mm-hmm. are very possibly carrying the blood veil themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. um, rats, plague, giant piles of corpse bodies. Mm-hmm. Guess who's feeling sick? You're looking at me. I am looking at you. Oh and no. Flora. Yeah. Oh, oh no. And Lucy. Oh wow. no. And not Jack, even no. though Jack got bitten by corpse rats. Jack, you passed your fortitude save. Freeze the I knew there was two fortitude saves in there, I failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when did I get contracted? Sorry? When did I get contracted? You picked it up mucking around with this when oh, okay. is early. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same place that the other three have. So, I will roll different damage for all of you. Sigh. Flora, when you wake up, you may lose two con, one charisma. Sylvie, you can lose three con, one charisma. Lucy, you can lose three con and three charisma. Oh my god. So what was my charisma? One charisma. Two and one. Two and one, three and one, and three and three. Yep, still on plus one. And I think that would probably be a very appropriate time to give you the next day's three-headed chimera. Um, so, um, when we lose hit points, how is the loss of hit points? It's one per level? Uh, yes, it is one per level. So you'd be dropping four hit points. Okay, so that's so you twenty-three. Also drop by four. The current maximum now is 26. Cross out my 30 max. So I'm going to get with. Yes. So hang on, that's four each con. First aid against the first. No, one. So what what was your con? My con was 14, and now it's. 11. Zero. Okay, lose 10. 11. Lose 10 hit points. 10 hit points, okay. Okay, so. I'll use 10 hit points too. Yep. Wow. Then I'm, I'm 90 points at 10. Yeah, mine's at 17. Should it be 8 hit points for level 4? Oh, yes, my apologies. Oh, so 8. 8. Okay. 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 I'm 19. I'm attributing you
Oh, maybe it's a sign we live in the scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we must have picked up a bunch of XP from the vampires. On the other hand, we had just levels. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a joke. Yeah, driving them off is is as good as killing them in terms of the XP you get. Parts by the rules. Yay. And the next day's three-headed chimera. 25th of Eristus. 47.20. You'll hear out in the street, you know, extra, extra, read all about it from the little paper boys and things. Uh, anyone who endeavours to buy a paper discovers that today's three-headed chimera is selling for four copper instead of the usual two. Oh. And it's actually slightly harder to find. There are less paper boys on the street. No. Oh, that's not a good sign. Uh, the reason for this is fairly obvious when you read the headline. Blood veil sweeps Corvosa. Estimate one percent of the populace dead. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. This is in a city of eighteen thousand people, give or take. So one percent of the populace yeah. is one hundred and eighty odd people. Oh. Um, the article could have been double that though. Reads the death toll in Corvosa continues to mount, although it is difficult for the Chimera to obtain an accurate count. Thus far, Bloodveil is the deadliest plague to hit Corvosa since the Scarlet Plague around 27 years ago. Jack, you know that one well. Mm-hmm. That's the one my parents died in? Yep. yep. Corvosan businesses are suffering under a lack of trade, with fewer people available or willing to risk working. We apologize for the Chimera's new temporarily increased price, but getting accurate reports and distributing the paper have become increasingly difficult. If external cities begin to refuse trade with Corvosa, the situation will become more dire. In these times, the Chimera is not willing to stand by its usual accuracy in the following short reports. The Academy of High Wizardry is closed to entry, its doors are sealed until this crisis is abated. Zenobia Zenderholm, Corvosa's chief arbiter, uh, the person who judged Rolf Lamb, uh, has been found dead of blood veil. Oh, oh no! Uh, Sunni Mahal, prominent Vudrani trader whom you have met, yeah. Uh, and her entourage have left the city to return to Vudra permanently rather than risk the plague. Oh. Uh, Carowin Manor. Uh, Lucy and Silver would both know immediately the Carowins are a mid to minor noble house. Yeah. Um, is under private guard to prevent the masses disrupting the noble gathering and the veil from penetrating their walls. The Clash of Steel and the Thunderfist Monastery have both been closed. Diseased corpses have been left in the street in Rackers Alley by lazy corpse handlers. <laughs> Caterina Cavallero and her troop have pulled out of their scheduled performance at the Marble Dome. That's Uh-oh. a bunch of little short reports. Then, Dr. Renea, chief of the Queen's Physicians, has confirmed that the Hell Knights have taken three lives after attacks on the Queen's Physicians. It's regrettable, but we must be allowed to do our work. I beg the citizens of Corvosa to understand we are doing everything we can. Mobbing those who would heal you is only going to make the situation worse for everyone. We're using our best judgment to decide who are the likeliest cases to be saved. I'm sorry, but in a plague of this nature, people will die. Especially if I spend my time talking to the newspaper. Mm. <laughs> well, that's okay, Corian, as well. <laughs> uh, the lion says, I have heard it said that our queen is doing nothing to prevent this. Yet it is her physicians that are doing everything they can. Iliosa cannot personally prevent a plague. The goat says, private collections and fundraising will only get us so far. Open the treasury and bring in curing potions from far and wide. Starvation is tomorrow's problem. We are dying now. (laughs) The the snake says, in such times the poor die. 
Carowind Manor sits safe in its finery. The sick queen is, it, is at no risk, with Asmodeus' own high priestess carrying her favour. The rest of us are not so lucky. Final story, debate for the dead. To burn or to bury, the corpse disposal debate rages on. Bishop de Bear says that ghosts are dot 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 continued on page three. Ship. Mm. Yep. And it's a grayscale now. Ooh. That's morbid. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to print in color anymore. <laughs> the color print is one of the ones that <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, cut printing in colour. Yeah. <laughs> to put yeah. so, to put something else on the recorder as well that I talked about after the session last week was I we talked about doing the plot hooks in multiples at a time, but that's not gonna work with the way I've laid them out, I've realised, so one at a time. Yep, yep no mm-hmm. problem out. Uh, Sunny Mahal has left, so no view is dead. Uh, oh jeez, you're slashing out names. Yep. No, no, this is my list of things to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's oh, sad shit, about Zenobia. She was badass. On the other hand, I'm glad it wasn't like Chrysidia or someone. But... And that's that's tomorrow's paper. Yep. Nice. So the, today's paper. Today's, today's paper, yes. Yep. When you get up in the morning, that's what the paper says. So the floor is yours as players to do as you will. I have... Uh, several things written down that we can tackle in more or less whatever order. Um, Lucy, you wanted to go and talk to Sabrina. Yeah. Um, I will actually put that as the last one because yeah. that will lead directly into the next plot. Hook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plus, that gives you some time to recover from the latest case. Yeah, I was just going to say, don't disease uh-huh. Sabrina. Oh, yeah, this changes things. Um, other okay. than that, I'm happy to bounce around in whatever order people please. I have one for Lucy. Jack has a couple of things, uh, and Silver, you wanted to go see Tanith, and you wanted to go see Nicole. Well, I was thinking about seeing Tanith. Okay. So, where do we wish to begin? Um, do we want to begin by dividing treasure? Yes. yes. yes sure. Okay. That sounds friendly. Alright. So, um, could I have a fresh seed of refill, please? We are... This is the last last oh, page. I just need to write alignment shift on my list of things to do. Oh, alignment shift. Don't get your piece of refill. No, it's okay. Miriam got me one. Oh. That's ominous. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> it, at all. It could be the other what? direction. What? I'm just writing things down. What's yeah. my problem? Man, I'm just getting alignment. Okay, yeah. um, we've got a set of bone pipes. <laughs> um, I don't know if they have any particular value. Pipes look sore. Yes, they do. Well, well, when you no doubt cleverly look at them with the tech magic on, yep. they're magic bone pipes. Ooh, magic bone pipes. Okay, so um, Lucy can maybe do me a... Yeah. Uh, see if she can work out what they is and save me the... Um, yep. yeah. If you have a pipe playing skill, I will buy that in lieu of other things. Oh. I don't know if Silver can play pipes. Wind uh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten it written... Oh, hang on. Just perform wind. I have, I have performed wind. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right, yeah. we'll give it to <laughs> Okay, so what do I need to do? Roll me a perform wind check. And you play these pipes and endeavour to determine whether anything is not... Much on 19. Um, <laughs> so that's 28. Okay, uh, I will do it. Of course, you will do it. And pretend, and for the purpose of this, Adam, pretend you haven't memorized the DMG. <laughs> hey, do I look like Jared to you? What are they, Adam? 
Uh, I think they're called pipes of the sewer or something along those lines. <laughs> pipes of the sewer are a thing that exists, but these are not what they are. Ooh. Ooh. Pipes so supporting? You're, you're thinking that there's... See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking that there's summoning rats. Oh, this is explicitly got a thing on it. Uh, Silver, when you play in the pipes, create an eerie spellbinding tune. And Nakota looks, come, you know, knocks when you're doing this, comes and says, uh, you you need to stop. You need to stop doing that, or I'm leaving. And looks very white and worried <laughs> by this. <laughs> uh, pipes of haunting frighten people who can hear them oh, within, oh. within thirty feet of them. Oh, uh, they are worth six thousand gold. <laughs> Look, it's it's not that hard to remember. There's only a couple of pipes in there. <laughs> he was going to straight up. Awesome. Pipes <laughs> in the one yeah. Not that many compared to the other items. By trying to remember every <laughs> race. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You say it's pretty cool. <laughs> Other people might have different I, ideas. I actually wholeheartedly concur that pipes of the sewers would be um, quite logical, but the vampires can control rats anyway. Okay, yeah. so I have four lots of vampire dirt. Do you want to write them on your character yes. sheet? Um. Congratulations, you have dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a set of masterwork thieves tools. Um, which are great and all, but I already have one. Does anybody else want some? No, I can't do that. Nope. Alright, so um, they're... I'm morally opposed to them. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I didn't figure you. Uh, uh, so they're, I believe, 150 gold? Uh, Mastwood Thieves tools are 100 gold. 100 gold, sweet. So sell price. Um, I'm probably going to just go see if Tiora wants to buy it. If Tiora, wants, if Tiora needs a nicer set. I told Tiora not to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I'll take those. Yeah, great. Well, oh, yeah, as I've one. discovered, yeah. going legit doesn't actually reduce the amount of breaking in. <laughs> <laughs> reduces the number of stuff you take. The other maidens want to kick doors open. That's silly. You can get in more quietly. There we go. See? Well, I'm not wearing this full play. Yeah, perfectly legit. Boots, how much are bo- oh, our glorious set of boots of Sprite and Spring? 5-5. Five, 5-5, five. Five, five, which is... Yeah, you know, and a half, yeah. 2-7-5-0. Uh, Thank you. Boots. Well, someone is definitely getting those. It's not necessarily... It's nice thought, but it's not necessarily fair that it's me. Um, the Blinks, Blinksy instructions. Yep. I am planning to take up to the Academy. Yep. I don't know if I can still get in there given that I clean there, but The Academy is shut. Okay. It will not open its doors. Okay. We have to wait until Blood Bell's gone. If if you, 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 like, you walk up to the guards outside and speak to them, and they tell you, you know, if if you were a high level, a a highly important wizard who needed to come in, that might be a different story. But the guy literally just shrugs and he says, sorry, sorry, love, as far as I know, Place is, lock, place is locked up tight. Nobody right. goes in. I know you work here, but nothing I can do. You do know another uh, wizard <coughs> who doesn't work in the academy. Remember the uh, magical emporium? In the Bank of Abadar, there is a guy um, whose name I can look up if it matters. No, that's okay. Um, uh, regardless, why do the wizards want the Blinksy plans? Um, the theory was I want to do something with them. Yeah. So I figured I'd just store them in the um, the academy library. Yep. On the basis that, you know, someone somewhere <laughs> might want them. Yep, but the academy is shut. Cool, that's fine. I'll do that to academy when it opens. So um, just put them in jar and save them now? Like yeah, sounds fine. I mean, it's, it's not like that. <clears throat> they're not worth any money. It's no, just, no, they're not. They're worth um, negative money. <laughs> Jen will keep the forgery stuff and read it over in her own time. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yeah. No, it's on forging. For nostalgia. Right. Forging is useful. <laughs> 
Um, and then um, we have a merchant scale. Yep. Um, is it magical? Uh, no, it is not, but it is okay. actually moderately valuable cool. in its own right. Uh, can I patch that DMG yep. if you're not using it? Players. Uh, players, sorry. The players is what I want. Yep, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can have that if you want, but that's what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, that's another one. It is an item. What if you take and grab this stuff on top? Thank you. No actual reason to take a book of the wife's needs to be on the table. Book of the wife's Oh, no, my apologies. It's, <laughs> it's not worth much um, thinking about the things. No, it's only worth two gold. All right. Uh, I'll put one uh, The magnifying glass is worth 100 gold. That's what I was thinking of. Sweet. Um, the magnifying glass is actually going to be... Um, it gives you um, it, it, it gives you bonuses if you use it for stuff, yeah? Uh, it allows you to take a close look at small objects. can be used for light fires. Uh, gives you a plus two bonus on appraising things. Sweet. All right. Sweet. So, uh, it's up to you. Um, I'm just noting down what it does. <coughs> okay, and then um, a ring of di- how much is a ring of discernment? Two, fi- two five. Two five. Is that um, the half price or the regular? That's regular. Right. One so two seven five is that? One two seven five. Ring. What is that? Right. No. One two fifty. Sorry. One two fifty. Yeah. Ring of discernment. Okay. Let me do some. Do 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 math math do 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 do. What is that? Mortal Kombat. Okay, we're still on one. Math 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 math. This search duration is just one d four. One d four to whatever stat you please. It's not one d four plus anything. No, alas. That'd be amazing if it was one d four plus. You healing, patching yourself up a bit. I am. Well, she's gonna need to for healing others. I can't do anything then. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> what, what happens with you healing yourself? Are you able to put a heal check on yourself? I believe that she can't do it. I have the um, healing rules here, like I supposed to be doing now. Alright, I rolled a four. Four. Yay! For my charisma, which doesn't need a four, so I'm not oh, going okay. to like, like, oh. did you look at me for that? I was like, okay. I could offer what? it to one of you guys. Why did you, did you do both your stats? Because the con's the more priority. Yeah, I did the con first. Right. Yeah, but she doesn't look but at the dice and then pick yeah, which yeah, one no, it's no, going no, to. No, of course not. Um, I have on my spell sheet um, laser restoration times two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes, you can. You can actually treat your own disease. You can't provide long term care to yourself. Yeah. But you can use trick disease. Okay, because otherwise she's using her con stats and stuff yes, for, for fighting. Yes, your fort regulation fort save. Yeah. So. And not coincidentally, your fort saves get lowered by this disease, which, <laughs> yeah, make, which is one of the reasons it's so deadly. Alright, um, so... There are other reasons, but I'll get to that. Alright, um, so, um, you will get, um, 1,271 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Almost enough to buy, just, just enough to buy a ring of discernment. Um, and then we have some three things in here shiny enough to be worth giving out. Sorry? Did you say tropes? 71271. Okay, our front is now that only I and it's Jack and all combination two. Yep. 
I'm amused. Yeah, well, uh, you know, occasionally if uh, Garen's paying for something, I think the party should pay for the safe. It suffers a mysterious slight boost. <laughs> so it was a one seven. One two oh. seven one. Sorry. Um, okay, so um, we have boots of striding and springing, which are the best, best, best boots. They are beautiful. They give you an addition. They give you a bonus to your jump and an additional ten movement speed. Um, I think they're fantastic, but on the other hand, I got the last treasure item, so I'm not certain it should necessarily be me, particularly as we've got several people who are slow and could use being faster, because both yeah. Flora and Garen wear routinely heavy armor and would yeah. like to get to places, Garen, so we can meet Shield and Flora, so she can heal us. So, you know, yeah. if neither of you two want them, then I will gladly take them, but I'm not certain it's so relevant that I'm slow, I'm we, I was going to be slow anyway. I, I do love jump check bonuses, and I do love speed, but um, in other news, we also have this glorious ring of discernment, which I was wondering if Silver wanted to buy, because... You, you know, sounded like you wanted to buy it. to lose it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't need it, because it's not the steps that I need, but I... You don't need sense motive? Well, really? I, I, only, I have got zero anyway on sense motive, so... Yeah, which could be five instead. Um, yeah. Or I can have it, and I could have eleven. I would like it. But um, Silver likes not being hit in the dark about shit. It would help you more with tennis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it sounds like we've got interest in both apartments for that one. What about you guys in the boots? I would. I don't mind missing out the boots this time, uh, having the healer wear the boots. I'm, I don't particularly want the boots, but if you guys think. Okay, if you don't. They, they will not actually help Garen because of how the dwarvish power works. Ah, right. His speed can't be reduced below 20 feet by um, heavy encumbrance. But what happens, because he's wearing heavy armour anyway, is his speed goes up to 30 feet and then back down to 20. So the only thing they'll do is give you bonus on jump checks. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay, well, there's no so point in Garen. There's no point in Flora having those if he doesn't want work. them. At which point... Flora, um, do Flora I, they would actually work for, because she'd go up to 40 and then back down to 30. To be fair, I don't think of you guys as given that you're faster than yeah, the rest of us, but if either of you badly... Much. I know that you do do a lot of athletic jump, things. My jump's pretty good already. Yeah, um, I don't too. feel the desperate need to have a higher jump check. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, in that case, I have I have done the heroic thing. I have offered them round. Nobody desperately wanted them. The <laughs> boots are mine. <laughs> Okay. Next time you're talking to Sabrina, Lucy, think of that ring and weave. I know. Well, um, my thought is that given that you both want it and there's no particular reason it should be either of you, is that you both roll a dice high, a yeah, the highest, get it. Is, is roll off. Well, if she doesn't want it, she doesn't want it, but like, do you, do you want it? Do you want <coughs> yeah, to I, think, I mean, I would like to have it, but then like, I think it's better for, like, for the party, it's better for you to have it because uh, that gives you better bonus when we're all doing the sense mode check. Like uh-huh. in, my, in my kit. So the honest, you, Silver would rather you didn't have it because then you find out who he is easier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then I would graciously offer to Silver without knowing their fact. <laughs> because <laughs> you're not wearing a ring of discernment. <laughs> yeah. Silver screws Silver screws Lucy for the ring. Got it. Okay. And, is a, um, it is twelve fifty. So that will pretty much take care of the party. And then. Um, <laughs> But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give the party money to get this um, these boots. But I don't care because they're so pretty. And um, <laughs> S- Silver, do you want a magnifying glass? Um, it sounds like it would be handy for me. How much is it? Fifty. Fifty gold. Yeah. Fifty gold. Yeah, because Jared's oh, giving you the full it. price. Yep. 
Again, um, so, so that gives you a plus two to appraise, and you should also just note it generally for weight and for the. Oh, it's gotta be negligible. Uh, yeah, okay, don't worry about uh, weight then. So but remember, you have it if you're trying to look at it. It gives you plus. It gives you no, plus. No, the name of it's magnifying glass, and it gives me a plus. It gives you plus two to appraise chips. Plus two. And allows you to do things that a magnifying glass would, like if you want okay. to examine an object for fine detail or whatever. So, um, where's my what is a praise being rolled into? Intelligence. Okay. So it's plus two is on your there? intelligence checks to appraise uh, things. Cool. Oh, technically, sorry, it's plus four on your intelligence checks to appraise things because we're using full stat rather than. Um, okay, so what am I? What am I putting it under? Like which which skill is it? Uh, it's, right. it's just a straight intelligence check. Yeah. So plus four to intelligence checks for appraising things. Okay, I thought I used a skill for that. No, you anymore. used to. No, but we had appraised the skill, we knocked it out. Because yeah. Jared, I thought we were knowledge engineering or something. Oh, yes, my apologies, you're quite yeah. right. Susan's actually got this in one. Yeah, that's, that's uh, why I always yeah, do Yeah, my it. apologies. It is a plus two to your knowledge engineering check to yeah. appraise things. So it's just like these circumstance tumble and jump bonuses. Because the the magnifying glass won't help you know how that building was built, but it will help you look at the jewellery and go, ah, this clasp is Ustalavi. Um, So um, the last step is that, of course, um, the um, party fund goes up. And um, if people are... We now have a moderate amount of money in it, which I would prefer Mm. to save for emergency disease things, but if people are feeling particularly deprived of healing resource, we could splash out on a few more potions for folks. Um, My recollection... I don't think we drank a lot in the vampire fight, so I think we're all... The vampires did sort all damage to you. They're mostly just a big ball of defensive ability. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We also used a lot of fate fate points for it as well. Yeah, that's right. It was a tough fight, but we didn't act Well, it's it's their ability to hit you (laughs) is pretty limited. Their damage is not great, but they do have level drain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they they did a bunch of... People spent a bunch of fate points to avoid the worst of their abilities, took a bunch of light damage, and they spend a lot of time, Garen spent a lot of time trying to hit the vampires, and the vampires spent a lot of time trying to hit Garen, and neither of them were very successful. And then Flora came down there, and it was the same deal all over again. <laughs> yep, sweet as. Okay, in that case, I'm going to do some math over here. Somebody else should start us off with... Yeah, let's do some actual role playing. Still the Oh, sure. I'm starting right off the bat. Um, so I'm probably going to be at home starting to get sick. Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, you, you've just dropped three cons. Yeah. So you are feeling like it's basically high fever, weak and exhausted, that sort of thing. And when you sit up a bit in bed and just sort of flop back down, oh. thinking about getting up, and then, you know, Nakoda comes in to see you, takes one look at you, and goes, Silver, you're not looking so good here as you're staggering up out of bed, comes round, puts his arm round you, lowers you back down to the bed. He says, "No, no, no! I don't think you. I don't think you need to get up this morning. Just lie there for a minute. I'll bring you some things, okay? Bustle, bustle, bustle! Clank, 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 clank. When he comes back, he has a literally like a cold water flannel, a cold compress for your head. Has a big, has a big thick glass of water there." And has a bunch of eggs served up for breakfast. Oh, so, wow. You know, helps, <laughs> helps you up into a sitting position, which you're more than capable of doing anyway. You're yeah. only a ten con, you're not um, collapsing through the floor. This is so adorable. I would say you need to get sick more often, but you do. <laughs> but he helps you up, you know, sets you up, puts the cold compress on your forehead, and says, There, how are you feeling? I hope it isn't blood pale. It, it probably is. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. 
We knew this would probably happen to one of us sooner or later. Everyone's yeah. having, having to deal with this. Yeah, no, with the, the fight with the vampires, I'm pretty sure it was then. And and you've been out and about at the concerts, we've been exposing ourselves to all kinds of people. He's been for the greater good, though. Yeah, because of course he's he's in the concerts with you. Yeah, yeah. I guess we've all got to pitch in and do whatever we can to help try and fight this thing, one way or another. Yeah. I have been thinking, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, with with um, with our group trying to pitch together to try and do something for the city, we've found weird, unique ways that we never expected to be able to help. Like, I didn't think that my music would be able to help help the um, the city terribly much with a, a plague going on, but the hope that people are getting from the concert, I think it's making a big difference. And I'm wondering whether or not there's other skills that can be brought in that can do a similar thing. What did you have in mind? I was thinking, you know, a while back, there was a certain rally for the Shante. Slight bite, which, yeah, I remember. That one didn't go so well. No. Because it wasn't really for the city's benefit. I was thinking... How about we use those energies for a more positive thing? What do you What do you have in mind? Well, we could find out what they're good at, what the Shanta are good at, or I mean, they must be good at something because they're here for a reason. You're talking about organizing organizing a Shanta group against the plague. Yeah. I mean, there's there's certainly several people I know who have. Herbalists might be a little strong, but everyone who lives out in the Centerlands has to know a little something about plant life. Yeah, I mean, maybe as an individual they wouldn't be able to do a lot, especially for themselves, but I think as a group of us, we, I, I think we could do a heck of a lot for this city, because there is a lot of Shanti in this city. It, it makes a lot of sense, but previously they were rallied behind Gaikin. He was whatever you think of him. He was he was charismatic. He was the son of a leader. I mean, there's there's no one to do that now. Well, what, what do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> Me. Yeah, you're a charismatic Shante. I, I. I guess. I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but I'm not a leader. I mean, singing to people, you know, singing to people for my bread is one thing, but I don't know about trying to bring the Shawnte of the city together. And and you know how Corvosa gets when when we get together in a big group. Well, being a leader is more than just being a name, like being the son of a chief. Being a leader is having a heart, having a purpose, having a drive. You've gone with that. I mean. A couple of months ago, I had my fortune told, and I was told that if I hadn't have met you, I would have, I would have gone down the dark path. I wouldn't be the man I was now. That's that's kind of flattering, but I mean, I'm sure those harrow readings are all hooey. <laughs> it was a harrow reading by a ghost. That might 
be different, <laughs> I, I guess. He says slightly out of his depth. I, I wouldn't have thought that a ghost would have been fake. People don't tend to come back from the grave to give you a horror reading if it's just to <laughs> pull your leg. <laughs> just to pull your leg. The ghost was trying to help and tell the truth. I didn't realise it made that much difference. I mean, it was, I was probably just in the right place at the right time. No, I think only you could have done that. You have a lot more, you've got a lot more power in you than you thought. He puts on a considering face, and the little dice starts rattling at the corner of the screen. Which one is it? What am I rolling? Diplomacy, yeah. This is this is absolutely diplomacy. You're not going to be able to intimidate him into thinking that it's, <laughs> you can't intimidate people into self confidence. Yes. Yes. I did have some fake points in my character sheet for oh. some reason. I put them in there. Ah, there you so, fake points uh, for the session. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we, we, we handed guards, them out before. Guards. Okay, sure thing. Yeah, we're doing that while you were putting children to bed. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Oh, it's not an amazing roll. It's 16. That's an awesome roll. I wanted a natural 20. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, no, it's, to... in the upper, it's in the upper percentiles. <laughs> 26. Okay, that is easily enough. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a 16, Susan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of thinks about this and, you know, tends to a little and you talk to him a bit more. And this is, you're, you're basically trying to build up his confidence here. Yeah. And, you know what? I think you're right. I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time before somebody starts calling this a Shawante play because there's always that guy. (laughs) And the sooner we get on top of this, the better. I think... I think I'll move on that. After after I get you looked at, I I might go and check on the floor. I wanted to ask... um, Check with the floor, sorry. I wanted to ask Lucy... Where are you? You were talking about living outside of your house um, because yeah. of your mother. I'm not I, sure if I that's moved actually into Karen's basement. Right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure whether you were in here and were also going to get a visit. Uh, from I'm that coffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. You that's man and cool. the other guy who got changed to the wall. He <laughs> <laughs> no, no, probably has no hero. You could, so you next, could time, next time we change somebody up to the wall in Garen's basement, it's going to be your bedroom. Yep. So it's going to have like a frilly yeah. bed. Pe- people are going to draw certain conclusions about Lucy. This is your bedroom, and the manacles are just built into the wall, like that. Huh? You know, in the D and D universe, that says I'm a secret werewolf. <laughs> You know, Garen probably has a room you could borrow, like a spare room. Yeah, he probably has more than one bedroom in the house. <laughs> I like he the don't have one. to stay in his creepy basement. There's always hanging here. I think she enjoys it. But she does have a raven familiar. Maybe she likes creepy basement. If this is your bedroom, then he can't make you come to vigil still. <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps she's just saying she wants to rent Why a room. Are you and really, the it's, it's, it's part of the wall running garbage. <laughs> like, she's getting into his house to, to a, a plot some really elaborate practical joke. <laughs> yeah, but he makes me feel safe, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying don't stay with Garen, I'm just saying you don't need to stay in the basement. Alright. Um, Did you see what I'm wearing? <laughs> I, like, I like the basement. <laughs> 
I was also just going to get, get Silver to mention to him that he could have a chat with the Queen to see whether or not they could get like some sort of um, information driving out to him, kind of, and maybe with... Oh, actually, did we want to have the... I was going to talk about whether or not, like, he wanted, like, uniforms or anything like that for the Shantae or what kind of extra help yeah, outside he, he, of it. Yeah, he nods along talking about this. Having some sort of signifier for the, um, uh, the name of some kind, the, the sort of Shantae assistance force or whatever <laughs> in, yeah. in that neighbourhood. Um, uniforms, uniforms is probably, um more than you're going to do as individuals, but giving them, like, armbands or headbands yeah, or something I mean. like that some, would be obviously some sort of identification. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise you probably don't there. need Iliosa directly to organise that. You can no. go see the Queen's well, physician. Well, what I meant is, is, like, so that she's aware that we're doing it. Yeah, but again, you can go see the Queen's physician. Mm. Uh, does anyone have a good name for the Shawnte Red Cross? Shawnte Herbalists? Yeah. I'm looking for something. Um, uh, I'm looking for something um, native-y. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not Shante it's, first response. It's not just necessarily healing they're doing. Yeah. It's whatever else that you know, <clears throat> muscular barbarian types can assist with. The um, they could be the um, the Shamek response. <laughs> Oh, well, that's a bit worse. Yeah, that's pretty no. pointed. Yeah, because yeah. that's trying to distinguish them from the Shawnee who are out on the plains. You yeah. can go that route if you want to. No, I don't yeah. think that's where Silver's aiming. Yeah. No, no, that's not what Silver would do. Yeah. No. Oh, we'll put a pin in that one for later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I we can call them. That. We can call them the Shawnee Red Cross in the short term until we come up with a better name. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I have my own little band of. of you should get them like armbands. Then I yeah. have a Lucy thing. Uh, two jack things, and we were saving the Lucy thing for last because it's heading into. I the... have another Lucy. Thing. Oh, another Lucy thing. Okay. A short, um, a short flora one. Uh, nothing in particular for Garen. So, do we want to go to Jack as the person who has more than other folk? Yeah. Um. So I don't want to. T- Drag Flora out to go looking for Tiora's brother until she's a bit better. So yeah, how Nikona about will come to find you? See yeah. in a second. He's like, oh. Uh, yeah, Silver's sick, but but don't get up. <laughs> um, and um, actually, you might be looking fine. That would be all this restoration. Yeah. At which point he'll come and tell you Silver's sick. Come and help. Um, I will um, burgle Crisidia Croft's house. Okay, you're going to start with the big one. Yes. Yep. Garen must never know. Since I'm going to say Flora, I should probably. Yeah, yeah. Not I'm not going to tell you guys. I'm, I'm not daft. I'm not telling anyone I'm doing this. I, I think that is cool. Okay. This is not awfully hard to find out. This is well within Jack's capacity to just take ten on a streetwise check and acquire. Uh, Crisidia Croft um, has a house assigned to her as the field marshal. It comes with the position. Yeah. Which means that it is a reasonably nice house on what are basically the poorer outskirts of the Heights. So you're talking somewhere around here. Um, So you would call it... An exceptionally fine, co- an exceptionally fine house for an exceptionally small manor. One of the two. Um, it is in a region that is patrolled by guards. 
as opposed to like you know old Corvosa really isn't at all yeah. absent the Arcona Armsman doing it um, but here because people break into the houses because they're full of valuables yeah, yeah. Crofts probably isn't necessarily full of a lot of high end valuables because yeah. she has a nice house but she herself is probably not exceptionally wealthy Yeah, unless she's taking a bunch of bribes which has happened a lot for the field marshals but probably not interested yeah, in no, I, I don't think so <laughs> um, so you're not anticipating this will be overly hard because honestly you're not anticipating that Croft will be home Yeah, she doesn't seem to go home most of the time let alone in the middle of a citywide crisis yeah I'm aiming for sort of um, some I'm I'm looking for a time where I'm confident she will be at work but I still don't want to burgle a house in broad daylight yeah Uh, so you so you go take a, a read on Croft, uh, Christina Croft, basically, and you are pretty confident that, like, 9 o'clock at night, she'll still be at work. Sweet. I will burgle a house at 9 o'clock at night. That is suitably dark. Um, <laughs> do you want to do this alone, without any sort of lookouts or anything? Well, no, not really, but... Um, do you have anyone else you're willing to recruit into this? Not really. <laughs> you do have an NPC you've just given Masterwork Talks to. Yeah, but um, she's in the Grey Maidens now, isn't she? She's yes, gone legit. Yes, she she's gone legit. On. <laughs> she probably, <laughs> should, legit she probably on shouldn't be doing it. It doesn't mean that she won't necessarily. No, but um, Lucy was definitely in the pile of people I was thinking about. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I really do need a lookout, and she's good and oh selfish. Yeah, you can do it without, but you know, because Jack knows how you burgle, that you're running the risk of once you're inside and looting through things, you have no way of knowing, unless your perception checks are really good, if there are guards coming down the street. Okay, so I will go see Lucy at, um, sort of, um, Garrett's basement, um, and ask her to come out with me for a coffee, yep. so we can have this conversation outside yeah. of Garrett's house. However, you are sick, are you not? Um, yeah. Um, <coughs> that's what affect your legs. But my legs is fine. <laughs> Alright, so what? She's just a little bit less pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you're sick again. That's no good. Again. Yeah. <laughs> what are you up to? Something fun? Uh, maybe. I don't know if you think it's fun. Um, I sort of... You know I maybe told you guys about how I was trying to find out that stuff about Cressilia? Yeah. But she wouldn't tell me? So I'm thinking. Even though I made so I'm thinking maybe it. You know, there might be some information somewhere in her house. Ooh. So I was gonna sort of break into it. I like that thinking. I wasn't gonna take anything, you know, because I said I wouldn't steal stuff. But I didn't say I wouldn't burgle houses. I burgle houses all the time. I just broke into Dejori's place not last burgling, night. It's just borrowing. Exactly. You're not so gonna take it, right? But, it's, but gonna... I'm not thinking the guards are going to be super understanding to this point of view. So I, you've got good potential. We would, um, we would have been glad of, we would have been glad of you and in, in either of my gangs. So I was wondering if you'd be okay to do a lookout. Oh sure. Okay, let's go. Sweet. <laughs> wow. Oh <laughs> my Chaotic neutral. Yeah, chaotic, team chaotic, team chaotic neutral. Nothing wrong with it. You're not going to steal anything. Just come on. Uh, you're just so. breaking the law to the most law-abiding person in the city. Well, that's why we... Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's why that's we're not going to tell And so while you're doing this... Yeah, yeah so Lucy, and, Lucy is out of Garen's house while this is occurring. So, because Garen's scene is, might be happening concurrently. So I'm just yeah. noting that one. Okay, the two of you, you know, walk to the heights, no problem. Neither yeah. of you draw the slightest look of attention, you know, wandering around there. Pete, 
you, you obviously don't live here, but people come through these streets all the time. So yeah. you're going to blink yeah. at that. But it's when you start sort of just hanging around a bit outside Chrysidia's house, looking into it to see if there are lights on, looking to see if there are lights on in the neighbor lanterns on in the neighbors' houses, that sort of thing. That's about when you start to look suspicious, and that's about when you not want to not be seen doing this. So this is you surveilling from a dark corner somewhere or something in that neighborhood. Um, and can you give me a stealth check? Yes. Both of you separately or what have you? Um, I can just go with... Um, what, what's your got? stealth these days? Um, plus six. Okay, that is pretty good. Yeah. I'm okay for you to roll your own stealth check. Oh, natural tiny. Good yeah. stuff. Damn. And um, because I am not... all of that sleeping the Because I am not hiding so anymore, now, I get my full bonus. bonus. And um, I get a 28. Okay. And so, um, what's six? 26. So the two of you just disappear into the shadows. Um, you see a Corbosan guardsman come by with a lantern in hand. Um, has basically, you know, weapons, a bell hanging from his belt. And is just kind of waving the lantern around, deliberately looking into the dark alleys. And he, you know, the lantern plays across the dark alley where the hmm. two of you are. And he squints, looks into the darkness. Then, huh! throws a stone at the rat in there that goes, scrambles off. And the lantern passes on, and then we see the two of you pressed like black ninjas (laughs) up against the wall, slide out. And the guard goes on by. You surveil Crisidia's place for a while. Uh, Jack, can you give me a larceny check at this point? Uh, This is a good time to roll well on the dice. Uh, 26. Okay, so there are the obvious transparently easy rock through window ways in, mm. presuming that you want to be a bit more subtle. No, it. my goal is that you um, never know anyone was here. This place has what you would take to be an incredibly disused servant's entrance at the back. You don't think it's ever been opened in the last several years. Sweet. As if she's never actually had a servant in here. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it's locked, but doable. Sweet. You think this is your best approach, and you have not been observed doing any of this watching. Sweet. So I will talk to Lucy. So for a daytime, you want something to do. That's um, why I'm a street magician, you know? It gives some people something to look at, you know, so they don't pay any attention to what might be going on in the house next door. Well, that's one of the reasons. Anyway, but for nighttime, you just want to keep quiet, and you're really yep. good at that. Just kind of blend into the shadows, yep. and if you see any guardsmen paying a special attention to the house, uh, uh, to the house, you know, give me three three sharp whistles, and I'll get out the back. Yep. Yeah, but the theory is the the, yep. the information comes across as fast as possible. Yep. The, yep. I don't want Quoth in there yep. looking for me, and it's not exactly. safe for him. Yeah, I do respect. Cool. And um, Majinka, could you um? Could you stay with Lucy for a little while? I will keep her safe from all nocturnal predators found within the heights. Oh my gosh, she's got all of the companions. <laughs> <laughs> all. You're not needed here. You're not needed here, Shadow Dragon. I beg to differ. I have superior combat powers. You've literally got one on each shoulder. I bet you couldn't even eat an entrail. I would never sully my fangs on such a thing. You're wasting your time then. You don't have the belly for combat. You know, I have quite the belly, I'll say. You know, most people have a, sh- a shoulder edge or a shoulder devil. You've got a grave yeah. in you're, you're literally getting this in both ears. Yeah, and, uh, guys, remember we're trying to be sneaky here? Uh, Majinko goes completely silent and looks at Quoth. 
And Quoth stares back at him. Telepathy's cheating. Cheating. I would be pulled out here. You took your own traveling circuit. <laughs> okay. Right, and you rock up to the house. Your yep. stealth basically rides until your circumstances change. So you start picking at the door. Pickety pick, pick, pick. So it's a new larceny roll. It's a new larceny roll. That last one was casing the joint. Ah, uh, yes, of course. All right, twenty-eight. Woohoo! Where, where was all this? Where was all this when I was fighting that guy? So, it's a decent lock. You know, built into the house, but again, it looks to you very disused. Like it hasn't been unlocked in quite some time. You know, it's rusty, which makes it very easy to scrape some bits in, shave off some of the spare rust, insert your pick, and turn it. And there's a satisfying little chunk, chunk. You slip into the back door, and you go into the dark. Yes. Out comes the little hooded lantern. Yep. You, in fact, um, knowing how to do this, go up, pull curtains. Uh, no, this is Croft. The curtains are already pulled. Uh-huh. You wander around with your little hooded lantern and start searching the place. Yes. Um, city of Croft's house. Give me a moment to get my notes on this. So what are you going to do? Take an object, show it, and then put it back again? D- yeah, I'm, I'm looking for information. Yeah, she's got, a, she's got a specific plan. Okay. So, just taking a general impression of Crossidia's house... Um, it's definitely homely. It's not. Uh, it, it's not unloved and sterile. It's not one of those things. Well, to be frank, like you imagine Marcus Andrin's house to probably be, where it's all precisely organised by the rules and that sort of thing. Um, Crisidia has a painting about an A4 sized picture of a dashing looking man in a guard's uniform. Uh, you actually know who he is. He's Trajan Croft, her father. Yeah. You've seen a statue of Ben Carlos. Yeah. Um, but that's honestly about it in terms of open personal things. She has a couple of sunsets over Corvosa and nice bits of art around. The place generally looks, you know, it's not too sterile. It's vaguely homely. It's definitely clean. There's no um, clothes all over the floor and that sort of thing. When you go poking around more, one of the things you find is in her cupboard she has almost no food. It's one of those people where she basically has, you know, some coffee some bread that probably needed to be replaced a day ago. And that's about it. There's no impression whatsoever that she uses her kitchen to cook or eat in or anything of the sort. Uh, The bed, when you go in, looks like it is slept in. She does actually come home periodically. And there are some rumpled clothes on the floor. Uh, There's a little note leaving leaving her various clothes out for washerwoman to come and pick them up from the back door and that sort of thing. And you know, reminders on her calendar that she's got to get them out by Tuesday, 4am kind of thing. But nothing nothing about this house looks overly remarkable to you. There's certainly nothing overly valuable sitting around the place. Uh, and that's when you start looking for where things of what the ilk of what you were looking for would be hidden. Yes. Give me a search check. 19. Yeah. I so. like you, blue dice. You're a <laughs> friend. It's not like the other dice that I had, which rolled sixes under tens in a straight row when which I was is, fighting a Which is good, monster. because your next option is to take 20 on this, but yeah. um, you don't necessarily want to put the time, time. in to do it. No. So, you go looking around, and what you are looking for of Presidia's is, some, is something in the neighbourhood of a personal journal, or diaries, or old papers of hers, or something like that. Yeah. So when you go over and you check your desk, what you find is that's pretty meticulously organised. 
it has several notes about um, generic schedules for corpos and guards and things, but nothing that you would take as in depth or of any value. All her serious, important office work gets done at the office. These are just a few notes at home. Then you go sort of looking at her bookshelf. She's got a collection of various books, no old journals or anything there. You look in a few of the more obvious places, and you go, huh, okay. So what this tells you is she doesn't keep any personal diaries or anything of the sort at present, but that's all right. What you're looking for is older anyway, and clearly not something precious to her because it's not openly on display or up in a bookshelf or in a drawer of mementos or something. And when you go looking, this is not exactly hidden away. It's merely tucked in a box right in the back of her cupboard under some of her clothes. Uh, and there you pick up something that is literally about yay size and style and <sighs> blow some dust off the cover. Mm. And this looks like what you are looking for. Uh, it is marked... It, it is literally marked with my diary on the front yeah. for the in, in inherently printed title on it. It's come from a stationery store in Corvosa. And it is a journal um, that when you flick briefly through it appears to be covering several years of Christidia's life um, from the time she was 16 to the time she got promoted to field marshal. So this is exactly what you were looking for. And you're going to sit down with your lantern and busily read through it as fast as you can, rather yep. than actually stealing it. Yeah, because I don't want to. I, I don't want to try breaking in again to put it back. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Um, so I am calling out here. Jack is good at reading quickly and surreptitiously. Jack had to hide the fact that she could read from a scary man who beat <laughs> yeah. her, her nearly to death for it. This is one. Of, this is something Jack is actually very good at. I'll, I'll buy that actually. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, meanwhile, can you give me a luck check? Okay. Is anyone untoward? Oh, eight. Okay. So, yes, but not immediately. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. So, Jack, you start scanning through this. Uh, you've got a good handle on how to pick out the important passages. It must be... It, it, it's not exceptionally long, but it is 50 pages or so. So you go flicking through, speed reading it, looking through the important passages. And this is going to involve the GM... Info dumping massive mm-hmm. amounts of paper to you. Yes. yes. So I'm happy to just take this and read it, it in my own time. It depends on if everyone gets this information or if you're just giving it to me. Uh, is it information you'd tell everyone? No. I'd like to know though. I will tell Lucy. Yeah. Because Lucy is my Lucy is on my Lucy is my compass. <laughs> Perfect word. Um, you might not when you've read this. Oh, okay. Um. Honestly, you know, this information Jack would read and learn. Um, but I think I'd like to read it to the players because I think the players will really enjoy it. And okay. I think you're more than good enough to separate your... Um, yeah, alright. Well, just everyone remember that you don't know this. <laughs> if there's yeah. anyone that explicitly doesn't want to know, you can make your voices heard at this point. If not... I want to know. Curiosity killed the cat. Presidia Croft's journal. Uh... The first thing you do, as you blow some dust off it and leaf through it, is a handwritten yellowing note falls out of the first page. It's been bundled in there, and is written in a man's hand. And it says, Cressy, in case I'm not there in the, in case I'm not there on the big morning, sorry, this is, and this is for you, I'll definitely be around for dinner, 
But the work is important. One day you'll understand how important. Happy birthday, pumpkin. Dad. The dedication in the front, and this is written in Cressidia's hand because you have seen it ample times on various reports and writing, in memory of Trajan Croft, slay and defending our city from the lawbreakers who prey upon it. I will miss my father forever. And then something else is written in the dedication which has been crossed out thickly. Um. And for my trusted Sabrina for always making me feel safe. Oh. Oh. She's been crossed out. Yeah. And the very yeah, this is this is gonna be a sad one. <laughs> the very first entry in it Presidia. Is there a moment when you can hear a life literally shatter? It is my sixteenth birthday today. The day when Field Marshal Korshank told me he was gone. They took him from me, the criminals of the city. The Field Marshal said he was a good guard, a good man. I already knew this. I'm to go to the ward of Vincalo Orsini, swordsman. He was a friend of my father's, apparently. I don't even know him. I pled with the Field Marshal for position in the guard, but he will not accept me until I'm at least 18. Everything is broken. So, based on the, the dates that you're reading this, her father wrote that note for her in the morning on her birthday. Oh. This is the first thing she wrote in it sometime later that day. Oh. He went out and he didn't come back. That's tough. Second entry. Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not alone, for she is with me. Thank Abadar for Sabrina. Without her, I would fall apart. Vincalo seems kindly enough for a stranger. He can see that I need her. He says she can stay with us. I'd be uneasy about a girl in my position staying with a man 15 years my senior. But with Sabrina there, there's nothing to worry about. I can rely on Sabrina to help keep things together in their proper place. Then you start speed reading through a bunch of entries. Uh, This covers the next several years of her life. She writes regularly but intermittently sort of you know a page every month or so mm-hmm. uh, it is Cressidia and Sabrina are training under Pencarlo Orsini uh, they meet a fellow student Grau Soldado and the three of them together demonstrate enough flair to become Pencarlo's favoured pupils essentially get a lot of private lessons that kind of thing she talks about Sabrina who is the best of her, her best friend they sleep in the same room they talk about everything together uh, Cressidia sells the journal that she shared all her thoughts and her secrets with Sabrina without actually necessarily discussing what they are particularly mm-hmm. except for the fact that this journal very blatantly covers the fact that she's developed a raving teenage crush on Vincalo Orsini oh no um, <laughs> which one Cressidia or Sabrina Cressidia uh, yeah. who she describes as being dashing and amazing and all this kind of thing Right down to Little Hearts and Cressidia Orsini and Vincalo Croft written in her journal yeah. several oh, no. times. Oh, Sabrina had a crush on her back. Oh. Yeah, Sabrina would have had the crush on Cressidia. Yeah. Uh, as time goes on, her, her crush on Vincalo becomes a bit more subtle than Big Girly Hearts and, yeah. Chris, and, and Cressidia yeah. Orsini. Yeah. But that's how it starts when she's 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the three of them succeed well. They join they join the Corvosan Guard together. Uh, Sabrina and Cressidia are living in Vencarlo's apartment at this point. Um, Sabrina is consistently better than her at their swordsmanship and earns a lot more of Vencarlo's praise. 
Croft doesn't write this directly in her journal, but reading between the lines, you can see she's jealous of that fact. Um, and Cressidia remains dedicated to her goal of becoming the best guardswoman Corvosa has ever seen in tribute to her dead father. Then we go back to actual entries, because that's just covering a mass of things. I keep encouraging Sabrina to make her move on Growl. The man hangs on her every word in her arm, bringing us flowers and chocolate that he finds, playing hero every which way he can for her. But I don't think he wants to make a move without a clear enough sign that he's never going to be rejected. It's sort of cute in a way. I think he'll be waiting a while, though. She says she will, but... She's like stone sometimes. It's like something's holding her back. Is it Vincarlo? I don't think so. He took her in off the street. And he has too much honour to take advantage of a situation like that. And besides, I think he's interested in me. The other day he held my hand when it was accidentally cut. Next entry. The wheels are in motion. Field Marshal Korshang's corruption will be exposed soon. How many cases has the man damaged? How many lives has he ruined? Sabrina and I are both in line for the field marshal position. It's never been given to anyone but full Chalish blood before. Will it damage your chances? I hope not. I think I'm ahead of her on merit anyway. Certainly I don't have any censures for failing to follow the rules. But <clears throat> this is growing between us. Will she be okay if I win it? Become her boss? She says so, but I feel like she's keeping something back. Like stone again. Let's just get this rift over and done with. Then the next entry, one page, reads, She lied to me! She lied to me! Only thing on that page. The next one is just this angry rant with no paragraph breaks (laughs) anywhere in it. What was that? Some sick, twisted game? One day before the field marshal interviews? Some effort from that half-Parisian bitch to throw me off? Could she be for real? My head is spinning. She told me her heart wanted me. Me. Not Growl. Not Vincalo. She took me to my favourite restaurant. Wore my favourite colour of clothes, but in Vincalo's mm. style. Carried a rapier, just like him, for Abadar's sake. Her present was my father's ring. She'd found it in the pawn shop of old Corvosa. Two years after he was robbed and killed, and she'd kept it from me all these years. I could have used that to track down the criminals that took his life. She knew what it meant to me, and she kept it all this time, and she... Everything I've ever told her, every moment we've shared, every night I went to sleep next to her, every secret she knows, she used them like a weapon against me to get what she wants. She admitted that she'd been building up to this for years. She never cared what I thought, what I was. She was just watching waiting to strike. She knew how I felt about Vincarlo, and she still, she still... Seven exclamation marks. Yeah. She rambled, ranted, jumped from point to point. She talked about Blackjack. She said she'd help find my father's killer. She said she'd made inquiries of the Arconas, that Glorio was going to make her pay for it. Said we'd sort it out together that it would all make sense. After the field marshal position had been decided. And that's when I knew what this was really about. I trusted her, and everything I ever had with her was a lie. She lied to me from the start. She doesn't care about the law, or my father, or anything but what she wants. I told that half Parisian bitch that I'd die before I ever fell for her tricks. That that was the last time she'd ever touch me. That I would sooner cut off my own lips than ever kiss her again. 
that her father was right to dump her in the street, that he must have seen even then what a liar, what a manipulating bitch she'd turn out to be, that she needed to quit the guard right now. That half Parisian bitch isn't good enough to die for this city like my father did. It'll be a cold day in the Seven Hells before she's the field marshal of this city. I stormed out and someone grabbed me from behind, so I hit that bitch as hard as I could, and I knocked the restaurant owner out cold. Oh. Common assault in an effort to prevent me stealing my meal. I turned myself in, but the Council of Five won't hear about such a petty case. They paid off the restaurant owner to shut up. Sabrina even took the law from me. I have nothing now. Oh. That's not the last entry, but I'll just let that sit for a moment. <laughs> Oh, it gets even worse because now she's the head of a unlawful army that's, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shall I continue? Yes. Yeah. These are not dated in any way, too, so you have no. Yeah. Um, you, you can only guess at how much time is between each entry. But her handwriting is much calmer when she comes back in. Three weeks from now. I will officially be the field marshal of Corvosa. Sabrina's mind game didn't work. It was a game, right? It had to have been a game, a ploy, a trick to get the position, or to keep Vencarlo from me. It has to be one of those two. For it to be anything else, for the woman who spent our whole lives as my best friend to have felt that way about me all this time, to have been secretly looking at me that way every time we spoke... To have slept in the same bed as me, dreaming of Abadar, even thinking about it, makes me sick. I have to talk to her. I have to explain to her that she can't lie to me about that. Why, it's not acceptable to throw that in my face, even as part of some mind game. Not now, not ever. Everything has a place and a purpose, and that that's not what she is. It's ridiculous. I'll tell her I forgive her for her lies. Maybe this could still be salvaged. Next entry. She won't talk to me. She wants to duel. I can't beat her. But I can't fight her long enough to make her listen. Show her how ridiculous this whole thing is. I asked Vincala to talk to her. Tell her it's silly to get worked up over such a little meaningless thing. Even if I am the field marshal, we can still work together. The next entry is in quite a quavering hand. Vincala was just trying to protect me taking my place. If he hadn't insisted, if I hadn't let him step in, if I just followed the rules of the duel. God damn you, Growl. If you hadn't tried playing Hero for Sabrina again, dived in to grab him. No. This is her fault. She started it all, and she pushed it to the end. I just wanted to talk. She struck him in fury to hurt me make me pay because she couldn't have Vincalo, because she couldn't have the job I earned in blood and sweat I never knew how much she must have hated me all these years next entry Vincalo's hand couldn't be healed he lost it no I cost him his hand because I underestimated the depth of her lies and her rage he'll see what I cost him every time he looks at me now I can't stay here Grau has quit the school. Sabrina has left the guard. Everything is broken. The last entry comes in in a different pen and seems like there's another gap of time between <clears> them again. 
My first real case, and I find out how many laws Field Marshal Corshank twisted and ignored. Lucendriel Wintrish. I looked into a girl's eyes today, and I watched her life shatter when I told her her father was gone. Gadrin Lamb's fingerprints are all over it. And don't think I haven't noticed that House Wintrish falling apart will help elevate the Mandravius' status amongst the nobility. But there's no evidence. Do I invent some? Go after him? Violate the law? Lie to everyone while pretending to be a pious guardswoman? Lie like she would? No. I won't be like them. Everyone has a place, and my place as field marshal is to uphold the law even when no one else will. The law is the law is the law. And that is the last entry in it. Oh, oh man. So you can oh, see why I wanted the players to, to get yeah. that oh, yeah. And Jack will very gently slide the note back into the front of the journal, tuck the journal under the clothes, rearrange yep. everything, and sneak silently out of the house. Yep, Jack was never here. Yeah. Locking the door, locking the servant's entrance behind it. Outside, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, you're watching out, and you see that one of the guards come past again. Looks up the house, and maybe just sees a flicker of lantern light, or something that arrests his attention slightly. And he starts turning and heading towards it. Ooh. I, um, I don't... So I blow a quick three-sharp whistle? Yep. Like a second. Jack, at this point, you're literally just putting it back away. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to do the same thing, but much faster. Yep. As I do my speed speed land speed, yep. rearrange things, and out of the house. Uh, can you give me a larceny check to cover up this this break in? Effectively. Twenty one. Which Croft is probably unlikely to oppose because you don't get the like her journal is clearly not something that she takes out and looks at. All yeah. The time. But if she ever does... Yeah. Um, and at this point, I see the guard approaching, and yep. I, I actually come out of the shadows and approach him and go, um, excuse me there, excuse me. And he, he looks off from the house, distracted, uh, uh, signs the lantern up and down. You miss? Are you I, all right? I'm sorry. I, I must have lost my way. I'm looking for this and this address. is just like three blocks away. Can you make me a bluff check? <laughs> Using your new lowered blood veil charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this works. No. Oh, God. God. Okay, so that's um, nine. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's really so nine. You've got six there, six yeah. bluff. Yeah, plus... Um, Minus one for your charisma. Oh, hang on, so, hang on, hang on. Yeah, so one. take your bluff total and take one yeah. off. Oh, okay. So that's um, six plus three. Eleven. Okay. Thought that's that. Thought that. Yeah, that's he like, has no how, compelling reason to disbelieve you. He's only seen flickering or something. Yeah. So he, he looks at you and smiles and says to you, it's, it's, not too, it's not too far from here. Perhaps I could escort you. Oh, yes. so oh. What a gentleman. <laughs> Thank you. You're still above average. Is that a shooter dragon on your shoulder? You must have quite the charm to to tame such wild beasts. Animals love me. I find that very easy to believe. You're such a Disney princess. I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) It was my last character. He walks you three blocks that asks for your address because he can't ask for your phone number. Oh, the dungeon. Which you can can give it to him or, you know, give him, you know, I'm Amelia fake name from 123 Fake Street. Yeah, exactly. Um, while you're talking to the guard three blocks away, you hear three sharp riff- whistles yeah. from a neighbouring rooftop. Yeah. 
And when you go back, eventually you and Jack can hook up and you can yeah. pre-range secondary meeting point, no problem. Yep. Yeah. Wow, you did that great. Oh, you're as long as You would have been a fantastic lookout. Uh, not that you wanted to work for old man, but we'd have been really glad to have you on Mother Hester's crew. Hey, I work for you anytime. <laughs> I found out some stuff. It's all really sad. I oh. think I think you might want to know some of it because you know you're Sabrina's friend, right? Yes. It seems like maybe Chrysidia was pretty mean to her, but I don't think it was on purpose. I think she just had a tough time. Maybe you might understand Chrysidia a little bit better. There was some really sad stuff about her dad. And Jack will essentially relay the, a summarised version of the contents of the journal. Yeah. Including the bit about Lucindriel Winterest. Um, everything except the line about the Mandraviuses. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Why do you... No, actually, no, everything. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, why would yeah. you exclude... Oh, no, actually, you know about his secret. Yes, I do. But at yeah. the same time, I'm not keep. I'm not going to keep that from Lucy. Yeah. Mm. So this is now a tabled player document. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Found it. Yeah, I um would like to. I would like to have it for my collection. Yeah, I assume that Jack yeah. has um either taken notes or remembered the relevant passages and will take notes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So Jack will, in fact, once he's once he's finished the scene with Lucy, will um yeah. Uh, but I want to talk to Lucy about it because you know I need to talk to somebody about. It. Yeah. It seems really sad. I think Sabrina was really in love with her, but it freaked. Cr- I mean, I don't really get that stuff, but it seemed like it really freaked Tristidia out, and she was all mean to her and stuff, but I think Sabrina really loved her, and it must have really hurt when Tristidia betrayed her that way. I cannot imagine how it must have felt. On the other hand, I don't think chopping off Vincarlo's hand was a very good move. I don't know if I've done better in her Uh, place. She must have been really angry. I can understand that. But poor old Cressidia, I mean, she was kind of mean to Sabrina, but she really just didn't get it, and she lost her friend and a man she loved, I guess, and it's all pretty sad. And you can never, ever tell her that we know this stuff, because she'll be super pissed. (laughs) But, you know, you probably shouldn't tell Sabrina either, but, you know... Maybe it'll... Maybe you can, you know... I don't know, just be there for her or whatever. I want to give her a hug. <laughs> like, I'm sure getting teary-eyed. <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty really sad. I was right that they, um... That I don't think hiding on the, the various corners of the city was a great resolution, but some stuff maybe can't be fixed. What happened between them is just so also broken. Poor Vincalo. Yeah. I wonder what Vincalo's story is in all this. It sounds as if he's kind of let them both on. No, I don't think so. I think he was just... It, it, it makes me feel a lot... I was. I, I didn't really think he had done anything bad after I got to know him, but I did worry a little. No, I think he just didn't realise how, you know, like, handsome and dashing and stuff he is. <laughs> and he didn't oh, think about I, what teenage girls were going to be doing. I think he might have known. Maybe he th- realised that she had a crush on him, but I bet he never thought it would lead to anything like this. He probably thought if he was just nice to her, eventually she'd grow out of it. You never... You never know this creepy old man. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Lucy's <laughs> got her own baggage on this one. I, I know people generally can be pretty skeezy, but I think Ben Carlo is an okay guy. Anyways, I trust him. Anyway, 
fist fit, you're on the queue, so you get split. <laughs> Seeing we didn't actually take anything, that's what we found out. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. You were great. Jack will give her a, a, a very, a very, very quick wee yeah. hug. Jack is just learning. It's learning from hug. Very small though. Christina needs a hug too. Yeah. yeah. I have to say my sympathy for Christina has gone down quite sharply. That's totally up to you. Yeah. Uh, down. Uh, I, I do feel bad for her, but I feel way worse for Sabrina. I totally understand yeah. why Sabrina was furiously pissed now. You also need to take into account now that. Um, to Cressidia, uh, Sabrina is now field marshal of an unlawful army in her city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, well... It's probably about ten years of time from between when she gets ad- adopted by Vincarlo, essentially, yeah. to when that duel happens. But as far as you're aware of their background, Cressidia has been, like, her best friend for another ten years before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we'll just sort of keep it quiet... It, it not tell the others unless we really have to for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Sabrina's going to be angry at me if I knew this story and not told her. Well, it's up to you. Yeah, you have to. You have to decide. I mean, if you tell her, are you going to tell her? To, maybe don't tell her how you know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, a little bird told me. <laughs> you could just say maybe you heard some stuff. Alright, so I'm getting in the middle of this shit. But you might find that she really doesn't want to talk about it, but it's your call. Uh, Anyway, thanks, Lucy. Oh, thank you. You're a good friend. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that that I'm more respectable now. (laughs) We could do great things. You're just just burgling like the highest official guard rank in the city. Hey, Jay thinks you're respectable now. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. Because you would make a great lookout. <laughs> so, did people enjoy Cressidia Croft's diary? You now have the background from, um, well, one, one third of the story. Yeah, yeah so sad. <laughs> no, I'm sad for both of them, but I'm also kind of pissed with Croft. Huh? Alright, and that is, that is, and that is that. Yep. You know, if you got Grell drunk enough, he could probably he probably might actually tell another part of the story to Nephi over there. Yeah. Well, um, I wasn't <laughs> planning to get him drunk. I was just planning to ask him. Grell's not exactly complicated to interrogate, but yeah. I, I won't, that's that's enough for one round of downtime. That's the scene yeah. I wanted to have. I won't go and tell Von Carlo I know yet either. I'll wait wait a bit on that. Okay. Yeah. That is true. So, oh, what else? For you? Uh, let's go back to what Flora was doing that day. So, Flora, you wanted to talk to Taste Soldado and look at setting up a ward for the sick and that sort of thing. Yep. At this point, what's basically been happening is your your harrow shop and healer's shop has been slowly morphing into a ward for the sick anyway. So you decide to cut out the middleman, sort of rent the store next door where the owner has um, closed up shop because of the blood veil, rent it temporarily and open it out. And make it, you know, now, you've now sort of got two buildings next to each other to make a sick ward in. Yep. Mm. As long as you've only got six patients at most, because you can only take six. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, taste, taste soldado uh, answers your um, answers your your request. Yes, Flora. Oh, what 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 can I do for you? I, I'm afraid Brianna hasn't been able to afford to buy any more sweets for me to confiscate. But. <laughs> That's you. Uh, did you get my note? Yes, yes, I did. That's that's what I'm here about. You wanted me to. Uh, Come and look at taking a washerwoman's position here, helping with 
the the bed sheets, the clothes, the blankets, whatever I can do to help help the sick. I, if if you're okay with that, I will of course pay you. But she she sort of nods at this and she says, "I." She was a lower look, but I, I I want to help you. You you help my Brianna so much, and I'm I'm just not sure I want to be this close to the sick, exposed to this. That's I have three enough. children, and it's only me with them. That's fair enough. Do you know someone else I could ask? Uh, she sort of thinks from there. there. There are a few up in Trails End who who, who don't have families to lose. I I could pass your details on to them. So unless you want to try and convince her into it, she's going to walk away. Diplomacy. Yeah. That is a very is very dangerous position. Yeah. Yeah, it would be more money than she's making, which would yeah. be better for her. But you can maybe offer her another job post post. And yeah, she will pass you off to an older and an older you know seventy year old washerwoman there who's starting to have problems with her knees from bending down from the river and that sort of thing. So this would be easier and better for her. Huh? You think you'll call this a plague? You should have seen the plague of all seven. That was a plague. Secondly, even the ghosts were getting sick. Here, setting things up. Uh, can you roll me a heel check for general information on the blood veil that you are drawing from your assorted? Well, that's cool. You're doing disease research, Laura. Oh. Yes, the CDC. Badass. Awesome. Yeah, like, I feel like we're playing pandemic. Technically, oh, the <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, pandemic the role playing game. Yeah, easily. Okay. So, one of your patients dies. This is, you know, sad, but not a big surprise to you when you're dealing with the sort of thing you expect to lose people. What surprises you is that you weren't expecting to lose this guy particularly. You thought that you'd, you'd really done the best you could with, not only that you'd done the best you could with him, because you do the best you could for all your patients, but that you'd done enough to save him, and yet he still died of the blood veil, and it is at this point that you realise something. Um, and I'm going to give you the meta explanation for this, because I think that's going to be the easiest way of doing it. So normally speaking, when you treat disease, uh, you are aiming for the... You, you make a heal check, and that can essentially substitute the saving throw of the sick person. So if their fort save is lower than the heal check, they take the heal check. Therefore, if your heal checks are consistently good enough, you can save people all over the show. Uh, when you look at this guy that's died anyway, you realize that Blood Veil is actually different. More, It is literally a more virulent strain of disease than you are used to dealing with. The Chimera says it's the it's the deadliest plague that's come in 27 years. You're pretty convinced it's the deadliest plague that's come to Corbosa ever. Uh, the meta-wise for this is when you make that treat disease check, you don't actually substitute your heal check for their fort save. You add a plus four to their fortitude save, which is pretty good and will help a lot of people, but it's not as good as the original one. Oh. It's very possible for you to make a successful heal check, treat someone, and for them to still fail to fight off the blood flow. Oh. Ouch. So, uh, you need to be doing uh, restorations then. Uh, you Is have actually, because this, this, this yeah. rule was actually in effect the last session when you were treating Silver as well. 
and basically you took his fort save, knocked them up by four, and then he passed the checks and thus succeeded in shaking his blood by Oh, am I oh, no, am was I no... me? Oh, sorry, it was Lucy. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Oh, oh, excellent, I was, I'm I was cured. thinking of silver. <laughs> but yes, that would probably be why all the Lucy's You've got to save this beautiful space. Because she then got your fort saves over the threshold to get high enough to succeed. Right. Yeah, so... <sighs> so yeah, so that's a thing. Let's see if we're thinking I'm lucky. So I will um, send that information out to, to the... Dr. Renea? Yeah. Yeah. Who will send you... You just get a letter back again where he sort of looks over your information and sadly agrees with what you're telling him. He's probably been noticing similar things. Yeah, well, he's he's definitely at this point come strongly around the conception that it's an engineered plague. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly in light of the fact that you know people are trying to deliberately spread it. Yeah. Mm. So he concurs. He does concur. Mm. <laughs> the, um, the thing is, like, I don't know if it's the Arconas. Like, I believe Gloria Arcona would do a lot of things, but I'm not sure he'd do this. No, yeah, from his reaction to Lucy when he called her. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the plague isn't very controllable. There's no saying he won't get it. Yeah. Whereas Gadron Lamb would totally do this. There is almost no chance that Gloria Arcona would die of this plague, though. Assuming yeah. it remains treatable by removed diseases, it's it's just never going to happen. Yeah, that is true, but I you know, still... Even if removed disease potions go for four times the market price, he can still reasonably easily afford them. Yeah, yeah. no, I can see him doing this. I uh, also, maybe, but I'm just not sure. It also must be said, bad. the general mood of the city is pretty much anti-Iliosa because she should be doing more. Yep. So that favours his agenda. Yeah, It's less that the crowd has any, the mob has any specific idea of what she should be doing or even, you know... How this could possibly ca- be her fault. Yeah, but it's she's in charge. Yeah, The city is bad. It's mm. her problem. It's her fault. It's her problem. Yeah. Iliosa may be coming to a realisation Kaelin's had a few times, which is that um, royalty is a bit of a thankless beast sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, but the the thing is, is like things like plagues and stuff like that. It can bring a hell of a lot of bad stuff, but can also bring a lot of good, depending on how you treat it. And keeping the community up is a big thing. If everybody is happy, then it can bring people close together. This is why the Shante thing I think is really important. If the Shante can pull through for this, then I think they could get a real, they could get a big boost to their reputation. And. We will go to Garin. Oh, oh what's Garin so, doing? Garin, you have passed your day um, doing some work at the forge and do it, doing what you were doing earlier, getting your um, mercantile contacts organised and that sort of thing. And not getting plagued. Not getting plagued. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hate you so much. It's a free action. To, it's a free action to not get plagued. Well, <laughs> you're the only non-religious one in the group. You can always join my church. <laughs> but there'll be more vigils every day <laughs> and she won't get to like run away from them <laughs> and she'll have to be lawful oh no <laughs> no oh, so I can totally talk you, teach you more about the thieving trade yeah, we can no. have fun <laughs> yes. are you a, a night owl an early sleeper so I'm, I'm thinking probably more of the early sleeper given that you get up with the dawn yeah 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 Okay, so you are actually asleep um, in your bed on the uh, upper floor of your house. Yep, sounds alright. 
and you sort of stir slightly restlessly in your sleep. Uh, you can make me a perception check. Oh, God. Is this Adam sleeping or is this his character sleeping? This is the character sleeping at massive penalties to a spot. Um, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, perception, perception. There it is. Uh, that's an 11. So it's down to a 1. Oh, minus 10 for being asleep. Can you follow it up with a wisdom check? <laughs> it was a wrestling oh, wisdom, so. Wow. Uh, that's an 11. Okay. This, is, this is like Adam sleeping. Exactly. You'll do this exactly. The fact that you sleep so, through it. <laughs> You sort, of stir, you sort of stir restlessly in your sleep, and you become aware that there is a noise in the background that is just going on, on getting a little louder and louder. Um, you're not sure how long it's been going on. It draws you out of a deeper sleep and then wakes you up. And what you hear is... Rhythmic knocking on glass. Outside your bedroom window. Okay. I go to Garen goes to check the window. You open the curtains, and you actually don't need to give me a check versus fear here because you uh, fear. There is a man standing on the wall outside your window, or your second story window in the dark. He is wearing a long overcoat. And he is quite definitely not a human being. His eyes are heavily sunken in. His skin looks withered and ancient. His fingers are long, bent and thin, almost claw-like. And can you give me a knowledge religion check? It's a vampire. I think it's the vampire. It's trying to adopte. He is having an off. <laughs> Oh, Lord. No, uh, religion, that's a 12. Okay. Yeah, there are things there. You'd assume it's a vampire, that's the logical conclusion. But this man looks somber and just as pale, absolutely as pale as death. And I don't know if I have a mini for him or not. I certainly think so. Uh, we'll find out in that Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> He's, he's, no, he's definitely later. nobody you'd know. This does not look like somebody who could pass for a human being very mm. easily. This is not someone who goes outside during the day. <laughs> it's Mosferatu! Black Mosca, Archimedes. Emma, imagine worried about the fact that you're, um, uh, uh, I apologise, I figured Lucy was just going to be, you know, sleeping in, your, in the house and realised she was going to be bodyguarding now, you against the vampire. In all fairness, what are the odds that Lucy was going to wake up anyway? <laughs> yes, this is a good point. <laughs> Lucy roll a check to see if she wakes up. No, 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 she's not. She isn't there. Lucy tells me you burgle Chrissy across the house. That's why I feel bad, because I didn't think she'd be providing a vital role. But in all fairness, what's your listen at minus 10? Oh, no, not good. We need to get you, like, the whole thing. This dude has an awesome mini. So he's got on his badass leather coat. That Ooh. is what is outside your window, standing on your wall. Well, it's Dosperatu's what handsome cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all going to look at fiction now. Yeah, Yikes! Wait, it's not Strad. It's not Strad. This he looks like a character in playing a fantasy role-playing game. And 
when he speaks, it is an old, dry, dusty voice, almost as if there is no breath behind it to animate it. You killed two of my children last night. Bye. Can make me cry. Your death would be regrettable. I do not desire it. We must speak. Okay. I walk to the door of the forge. I open it, but I do not invite him in. Stand in the door. Stand, uh, no, no, he's he's literally standing outside your window. You can, yeah, open, it you can open that and let him yeah. in if you so desire. No, I'm not letting him in. I'm yeah. not inviting him in. Okay, so but you turn to walk down to the door. Sorry, I said you turn away from him to walk down to the front door. Uh, no, no, no. If it's going to be like that, I'm just going to um, say his last line was, "We need to speak. We must speak." If we're to speak, it is usually polite to start with a name. He nods. That is very true. Uh, and just to set the scene here, what Garin hasn't realised from his failed wisdom check, yeah. so is you've gotten up, gone over, opened the curtains, and are now basically staring the vampire directly in the eyes through the glass. He can't come in. But he can do things that he can do to you through a window. True. Like dominate you with his gaze. Yep. Am I low? Garin hasn't thought about that. Which no. is which is why I was asking, because when you start turning away, the next move is going to be, stop. <laughs> um, you're good. We can speak in a civilized fashion then. Through this window. I will not take it amiss if you do not shake my hand. I am called Ramoska Arkmedos. And I have lived far longer than your grandfather's time, Sir Dwarf. Uh, what was that last name? Rachmosa Archimedos. Archimedos. It's written on the thing, if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just writing down phonetically. Well, Mr. Arkanos, I am Garand Silversmith, dwarf by race, smith by trade, and follower of Lady Sanray. He bows, his, he nods his head politely at this, and it's, it's at about this point you realise he's standing on your wall, literally like, his feet are planted here, and his knees just bend <laughs> up like this. <laughs> It doesn't seem to be troubling him in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't trouble me either. <laughs> you are interfering with my operations within this city. If you persist, it is likely that your death would be the outcome. I understand. But as a paladin of survey, you must... You must understand that I must oppose you. He 
was a deep spy, a devout worshipper of a goddess. I remember such a thing, although it is from an endless lifetime ago. What I am doing in this city will ultimately save lives. To impede it in the short-term name of good will not avail this world in the long run. Babadot, but as a bare mortal, our lives are just the short term, and that's how we must live them. Can you not be persuaded to negotiate? I am willing to allow you and your companions to leave this city in peace before our dread vengeance is rent upon you. You'll give a blind offer. But my position stands. I serve her, la- her ladyship, and her ladyship has me here. And he looks at you. Your decision will cost me a great deal personally if I allow your antics to continue. If I had not promised Gadrin Lamb that he would have his vengeance upon you personally, you would die this night. I would regret it, but if it is necessary, it would occur. Then we have an understanding. We'll both do what we believe is necessary. Then I will regret your deaths, the deaths of your companions, and the lives that I might save through my research that you may cost me. I will see you again, I believe, Garrett Silversmith. If the light is with you, then the plague will not claim you till then. It is not that I do not trust your word, but I know that some of your ilk do not compromise with my kind, even when it is in their best interest to do so. Go downstairs and wait there till dawn. Can you give me a will save? Going downstairs. And Gara just walks off downstairs. You feel like you are being puppeted at this point. You know you are no longer in control of your own will. However, this is definitely not the sort of action that is going to entitle you to another will save. It is, uh, unless you think it is greatly against Gara's nature to go to his own forge. So you go down there, and you will just hear the slightest rustle as he just literally climbs off your roof and disappears (laughs) into the night. Wow, you are so... We're so overpowered by this guy. (laughs) And you walk downstairs in the forge and you cannot bring yourself 
to leave here. Um, can you give me another will save? Nope. Okay. And another one? Maybe? 13. Okay. It is, in fact, dawn when dawn comes up and this compulsion wears off you. You will actually find there is nothing preventing you doing anything else in the forge. You just need to come down here. So you're welcome to, you know... You might imagine Garen probably actually starts poking at things just to be doing something. I believe Garen would be praying at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. You kneel down in vigil and start praying, and when the dawn breaks, this effect goes away. And when you go outside and look, of course, there is no sign of Rakmoska Arkmanos, nor any sign that he's ever really been there. Hang on, Lucy will come home and he's going to be all vigil taken over by a vampire. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Lucy, you you come home. Um, he didn't. Did he send you to the fort? Did he yeah. send you downstairs? Just downstairs. Yeah. yeah so so when you come, think. when you, Lucy, when you walk in, Garen yeah. is on the second floor praying. Uh, you can give me a sense motive check here at a difficulty of <laughs> fifteen. Yeah. Well, it's eighteen, so I push it. Okay, you're about to walk past him like ah, Garen. You know, praying Pray. again. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to slip past him so I don't get dragged to this and go down to the porn. Yeah, this and then is you hear, There's a sort of frantic nature to his voice. You know, there's there's something oh. wrong there. And when you go around and you know, Garin, Garin, his eyes look haunted and somewhat far away. You think he has been controlled against his will somehow. And Garin, you can't leave this room. Other than that, you're free to do what you please, yeah. including stop and talk to Lucy or whatever else yeah. you feel is appropriate. What? What's happened? You're being weird. Stop that. What? Uh, Garen stops praying as this. Uh, you know how we thought there may be a vampire in the city. What with the vampire swarms? Yeah. Well, wow, that's a... What? <laughs> oh boy, did you meet him. <laughs> here. You came in here. Oh, no, lass. Don't be daft. Everyone knows vampires can't come into a home. Unless you invite them in, of course. <laughs> you, you look behind you and see, may I come in? <laughs> I compel you to let me come in. Yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't work. Oh, really? Oh. It has to be of your free will. Yeah. Oh. They can trick you into it, mm-hmm. but they can't make you let them in. Okay. However, experience would teach us that they can, they can compel you to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Which Rack Mosca didn't do because no. he said he gave Gadrin Lamb his word that Gadrin could kill Gar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which means the two are obviously working together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we, we, we thought go that go? was the case because the vampire uh, clearly involved yeah. instead of spreading the disease. You've got we straight to Nosferatu's mouth. Yeah. I think we need to get the gang together. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going out in the back, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's dawn now. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah, she's come home really earlier and interrupted you know, this. Yeah, she came home at, what, 10 or something? Uh, no, late, so it's probably 11.30 yeah. or so. Well, I'll, I'm stuck here till dawn, so... <laughs> no, it's stuck here. Christian, no, how long are you going to be here? He says, well, maybe I'm not. Walks towards the door, makes a second will save, fails it, and just stops at the door. <laughs> yep. This is rather annoying. <laughs> and you can't go upstairs hey, to your bed either. It could have been worse. The other one he was thinking about was throw yourself out the window. <laughs> Which Garen could probably take. Yes. <laughs> it's just being bitten by the vampire yes, afterwards. But he told Gadrin <laughs> that he wouldn't kill you, so. Yeah. Oh. 
Man, I hope we're a bit o- a, a bit less over under sea out for this guy than we actually do have to fight. <laughs> he just it. came in off with your peace treaty. <laughs> that was yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, the mistake was he went to the paladin. Yeah. By the way, son. By the way, Garen, he came to the most openly available person in the city, the one where everyone knows where you are. Yeah. Like you get all the good stuff associated with that. You also get stuff like this. Yeah. That's fine. Is, is that a good thing for the party? I don't know. Well, it's not. Jack's not becoming any easier to find. The rest of you can just suck it. Especially not after that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm getting yeah. all the info dump. No, no, no. I, I've got. Garen's got to leave it to we're all together. Okay. But. Lucy, this was a great night not to be home. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it could have been you. I know. So, Lucy. I've been meaning to uh, ask you, do you know how to make the, some of that uh, silver sheen that uh, Flora was using? Do I know how to make that? Yeah, I think so, actually. I'd have to double-check that, but yeah. um, broadly speaking, yes. Because yeah. I've still got lots to buy some off you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to buy Excellent. it. I was thinking about buying some, but I've made yeah. a new plan involving buying things, which is that I'm not going to. Because now you have no money if you can <laughs> has negative... 459 gold. Yeah, th- those boots were way more expensive, and I already spent a bunch of money on the ring of protection, so I am not buying anything for some time. But they were half price. Yes. Yeah, but that's still. Made them much cheaper. Yeah. Made them do Tactical burglary. <laughs> no, I'm so supplementary income. I, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to, um, you know, I don't do this lightly because I'm really not comfortable being in debt, but I would like to borrow some money from the party for the time being. Yeah. It's fine. Given that this is effectively, I will, effectively, I get the valuable magic item and I don't pay you guys all the money that it's worth because I need to obtain some more money to actually do that. Technically speaking, you can't make Silver Sheen with alchemy, but I find it quite plausible you could, so I will totally allow that uh, with Craft Wanderer's item. Oh, oh, interesting. But it strikes me as being very... Um, Alchemic? Yeah, as opposed to... Particularly because yeah, yeah. there's no actual magic spell involved in yeah, it. Yeah, it's just ah, melt some silver, mix it with something, and then put it in a bottle. Yeah, so in any case, I cannot afford silver sheet, but I'm in favour of... Uh, so I'm even more in favour of other people in the party. Yeah, if I make it, I get... You get it at a third of the cost. The, yeah, but it's quite it. hard to make, so... You have to make it from Delta Yeah. And, yeah, that brings us to the next day. So, to begin with, uh, disease checks. Yes, indeedy. Uh, So, people didn't make fortitude saves yesterday, should they? Oh, because I have a giant list of fortitude saves, yes. But today... Uh, I assume people are still happy with this mechanic, if it's making you deeply No, no, that's fine, I I just don't always remember it. Okay, so... Um, So, I presume, because Flora was pottering around doing other things, does she get to... She presumably doesn't treat treat people at this time? Uh, or not members of the party, or uh, no, no. I'm, she, it's not like she was doing anything that's consumed you yeah. know, sixteen hours in a row. So I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I need to do is just uh, congratulations, Jack. You have not randomly picked up Blood Veil during this period of downtime. Yeah, Lucy, you have, but you already have. Already, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that could have been Blood Veil. Yeah. Okay. So. When you come round to the next day, we go through the list of saves, and Flora, are you treating people? Uh, yeah. I okay. believe you're treating yeah. me, because Nakota 
that you know. Uh, I don't know, Lucy. Did you go see I'll, Flora? I'm gonna go see Flora. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Flora, you don't need to roll a heal check for yourself. You pass your save. Yay! Pick up one success. Uh, Silver, you also pass your save on your own bat. Oh, like you could great. roll. You're ro- you are helping, but I figure there's yeah. no point in having you roll checks that are not going to. Yeah, yeah, no, that things. makes sense because uh, because it doesn't substitute the check. Lucy, on the other hand, needs a heal check. Oh, oh, okay. Eleven. Yeah. Lucy, you fail. Okay. <clears throat> I might have. I'll get this creation. Can you um, well, work it you out? Are going, so first off, yeah. As a day passes, you regain one point of stat. Okay. Of your choosing. Oh, okay. And um, then you immediately follow it by losing two com to charisma. Okay. So lose lose one off one and yeah. two off the other. Yeah. Got to be con. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Um, I lose um, one off con, so now it's down to ten. Oh, that sounds so average. That's yeah. a that's some impressive con you've got there. Yeah, I got good con, but uh, still, it's yeah. down four. She's um, the so, abuse um, victim. Ouch. She's gotten very accomplished at taking a beating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I did not write Lucy's backstory. <laughs> she's now from seventeen down to twelve, so, and she's still in positive charisma. Nice. I yeah, but she has a sorcerer. I, I, I also didn't write Crusidia and Sabrina's backstory, so you can't blame me for that one. I, <laughs> I did write Croft's journal. Yeah, mm-hmm. but presumably you looked at the actual events in her backstory for writing said journal. Yeah, I looked at a version. That somebody had written. Yeah, and then you made up your own one. No, I more or less stole theirs because it was awesome. Hello, we love you. Yes. <laughs> They're listening to this. Ah, right. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I will give Lucy two lesser restorations. Yes. Well, have two back. Which one? Um, either one. Con. Con. Oh, yeah. If, you don't, if you don't pick, then I'll go. Then I'll okay. always go con charisma. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to pick them for you. Yep. Yep. And have four, four back. Woohoo! <laughs> it's like four and two and then four. I don't uh, know why. No, not fully. Not fully. Oh, but it's plus enough. Plus you can cast all your yeah. spells. Yep. Yeah. So once again, I'm out of level. Uh, this is, yeah. Second level spells for the day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Silver and Flora, you do not get worse, mm-hmm. but you don't get better either. You have not okay. cured your blood veil. But you I do get a plus one to one of my stats. Uh, yes, your natural healing brings you back one point of stat. Okay, so my con is now 12. I have a plus one. Well, that will improve your total hit points. Yep, so my total hit bonus is now 20. Okay. And is, it, is it 20? Uh, it's minus four, minus 4 from your normal total. Yep. So, so 23. 23. 23. So, so it goes up to 4 hit points. Yep, yep. Uh, so then I've done... <coughs> Then we're down to whatever you want to do next. You can gather as a party, you can... Yeah, I think we want to gather and talk about vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Great conversation. The jack signal. Yeah. The jack signal. You wanted me? Oh, wrong signal. (laughs) Blackjack, go away. Ah, damn it. I am too fast for you. Yeah. So no, with the blackjack signal we're saving for special emergencies. Oh. This is the regular party signal. Like yeah. a vampire was outside my window last night. Okay. 
So, you're probably all wondering why I gathered you today. Well, yeah. I just thought, you know, we were catching up for some food, but I'm sensing there's something more that's happened. Uh, I met our resident vampire. <clears throat> what? He came to my house last night. There was a vampire outside your house? Hi. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't eat you or nothing? Oh, how much else do I have to explain this? A vampire can't come in unless you invite him. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay, so I guess it was... It's still kind of scary, though. I mean, given how mean those girls were, and you said that they weren't... You said afterwards that they weren't even the real deal, that they're bit, big vampires are much nasty. Oh, was yeah. he, like, scary-looking? Oh, he was kind of a droopy first eye. Can he describes <laughs> something that looks like the miniature. Something that sounds incredibly terrifying in an off-handed way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds scary, even though, that, even that the way you t- even the, even though you can't tell a story properly. That sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I actually like this descriptor, so I'll give it to you. Uh, he was intense, as as intense and pale as death. His arms are crossed. His whole body. <clears throat> death-like rigid eyes wide and intense nose wrinkles with yellow teeth bared overly large incisors jutting forward not like those of a man but those of a filth-hungry vermin mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely Nosferatu yeah copy, copyright free in Nosferatu <laughs> is, that, is that the kind of vampire that you know? Um, knowledge religion check at minus five we're going to look description instead of seeing it Get nine. Yeah, sounds like a vampire. Yeah. Um, okay. Definitely doesn't have that that sort of just uh, that that lack of. What was it about the vampire spawn? They were they're kind of listless, whereas this guy was much more clear, direct, in charge of himself. This is almost certainly the master vampire. So, do you tell us what he said to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Garn says. There are still things I picked up from that conversation. One is he's researching the plague in some way. And the other is, we have his name now, so I'm going to be doing some research into that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And we know he's working with Lamb. I mean, we already thought he was, but now we know, which is good. Hard finding out. How much can you research about a vampire that's from a really, like, the different side of the country? Well, I'm gonna find out, aren't I? Yeah, it could be difficult. Yeah, because he had because they had coins from from was like what was it? What was the name of Ustalav. the country? Ustalav. Transil- yeah. It's fancy Transylvania. Yeah, I'll yeah. get coins from Ustalav, right? On uh, the other hand, there might be some information from Ustalav if he's like a really, really, really mean vampire. I kind of hope you can't find out anything because if you can find out stuff, that means he's so nasty that you know mm. we've heard about him even over here. Well, if he's nasty, if he's that nasty, I should be able to find out about him through through stories. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah you can try. He would actually qualify for. Um, you can actually give me bardic knowledge because this is a thing that you either know off the top of your head or you oh, don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, Silver's brain you're like, turns. You're like, ah, you know, it's <laughs> Yeah, well, it's early in the morning. It takes a while for Silver's brain to get up. Oh, that's not a good roll, Tim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're like you're aware Ustalav has a reputation for having vampires there, yeah. and lots of them. It must be said. Shrug. So, you know, and he's not. At, at that, you would know that he's not the 
Galarian equivalent of Count Dracula. You know, yeah. He's right. not the vampire. Yeah. He's not freaking Strahd. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's not Strahd. But other than That's that, what you're happy about. Other than that, it tells you nothing. And Silver, particularly, you think that based on what um, he was saying to Garen, like, he's functionally immortal in the sense that he doesn't age. He could be hundreds or even thousands of years old. Okay. You know, so information on him could be pretty damn obscure. Okay. I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna ask uh, the queen if I can get into the uh, special archives. Mm-hmm. Get a rent from her. We need as much information as we can. Are we able to have a look at other archives while we're there? I might. I think this is a rather more pressing matter, uh, lad. Based on your um, researches, actually, Garen you wouldn't need it. There's no compelling reason that he'd be in there because he's not, um, you don't think he's Corvosan. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying before. Yeah, but if there's vague information, it's more likely to be uh, the age... No, li- literally, the secret archives won't provide you any bonus to your check okay. the regular library won't. Uh, okay, fair enough. Because uh, it will only... This, the, see, the restricted archives will only provide you an extra information about certain topics that the Jigari University of Corvosa is going to have, as opposed to all obscure law. Well, uh, while I'm doing that, uh, maybe if uh, one of you could go up to the temple and talk to the hunters, see if they've heard his name around before. Yes, I will send the temple his name. And, Flora, you would know, you have no method of... um, you can't use urban tracking on this guy from this location yep. because it's a vampire. He almost certainly didn't make his way around like a normal person and talk to people and leave a trail like that. No, no, that's fine. You'd need, you'd, you'd need regular tracking to follow him. I'm going to send everything off to the yeah. Well, uh, I think I if, if there's, a, there's a decent chance he turned into a bat and yep. flew away, and at which point if it certainly was he regular, didn't seem overly worried about wandering up and wandering yeah, off. Yeah, or, or you know. Um, at, at which point, if we, she had regular tracking, you'd be like, he was definitely standing on this building, and then he'd disappear. <laughs> it's like he took off and... Yeah, well, it's not like... <laughs> you, you, people have to leave trails for you to be able to follow them. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, I've had a chat with Nakoda as well. Um, we're going to see if we can start getting the Shantae to start helping out with this. Because the Shantae will have different skills which are outside of what they're known for um, it's not uncommon for them to be good at herbology um, so potentially they may be able to help out with healing people um, not necessarily by themselves um, but also a lot of them are warriors so they'll be able to help with things that require strength um, and Nakoda's going to see if he can take care of that I think you'll do good Nice, good man. Yes. Yeah, Nikoda's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Flora, mm-hmm. do you know any uh, spells that could help protect us against their uh, <coughs> their mind wubbies? Basically, you know, protection, protection from evil. It's a level one spell. Yes. <laughs> um, I can prepare protection from evil. Uh, well, if you can always have one of those in your back pocket, just in case one of us, one of the vampire gets to one of us, that'll be able to snap us out of it, at least temporarily. 
Yeah, well, that would have been useful last night, what with, um, you know, silver grabbing Lucy and stuff. And I was just lucky that the vampire didn't try that on me, because it might have worked. I mean, I try and concentrate and stuff, but the, the yeah. nasty thing. That was awful. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jen. That was it. Uh, it, it's abundantly clear, Garen, based on the two experiences you had, that um, that um, Ramoska's um, dominate works differently because literally the other vampires had to hold gaze with you and keep their will going and say, "Silver, go grab her. Silver, mm. now do this. Silver, yeah. now do that." Yeah. Whereas his was a much more long, his was a much longer-lasting effect. Yeah, well, you'd expect the bastard yeah, to have yeah. a stronger version. Yeah, unsurprisingly, his dominator is more powerful than theirs. Uh, what else? Yes, yes, he's supposed to be fucking terrifying. Very scary. Yeah. The other thing we could think about, besides the silver sheet, is having always having some holy water on us. Yeah, it's I've quite nasty some. against our dead. Haven't we already got some? No, I don't have any. But I'd like to I've got some. Laura, I think, gave um, Silver some, and um, if you're creating any more, you need to remember that there is a yeah, GP yeah. cost associated with it. Yeah, unless yeah. you want to create the little version that only lasts a day. No, we want the proper version. <laughs> so, yeah, but... Yeah, it depends what you're doing. Like, if you're going to what you, you want to get yeah. um, Flora to craft you some holy water and Silver and um, Lucy to craft you some Silver Sheet, potentially. Yeah. The holy water is reasonably cheap, so we should all have at least one bottle on us. All right, well, that can be covered by the party fund then. If someone can look up how much it costs, we Holy can... water? Yeah. It's 25 gold. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So it's got, cheaper I've because they three, do it at cost. I've got three bottles of it. Does, yeah. Does, does two people want a bottle? I think the more we have, the better. I think yeah. you can keep your extra reserves, because yeah. that's not yeah. a bad place to be. And we'll get... Um, Flora to make us all one bottle, so that's yeah. um, and one, you already two. have some, right? Yep. So that's seventy-five. Uh, didn't Jared say it was twenty-five gold? Yeah, yeah. seventy-five in total. Yeah, yep, seventy-five. Sorry, I was thinking fifty yeah. for some so reason. You all have forty water. Yes. And then um, on your personal, the silver sheen is more expensive, so you can work that out on your own money. Because great as it is, the party fund was not wealthy enough to cover that necessarily. Actually, how much is the silver sheen? Oh, um, uh, it's two fifty normally, I believe. Yes, that's and correct. I can, so I can make it at the third of a price, but it's a bit hard to check, so it could fail. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I reckon probably having one or two would be a good thing, but that will pretty much wipe out the party fund. So I don't know if people. I, I'm paying for my one personally. You can, you can pay for Lucy to attempt to make them, which yeah. would yeah. be. Because yeah. effectively she's got three fails three before fails. she spends yeah. more money than it's worth. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So why doesn't Lucy have a crack at that? And we'll see if we can. Yeah. Okay. So Lucy, these are... What's I the DC? That's what I'll just have to look up. I'll just have a look at the craft alchemy. Because this is quite complex because you need it not only like silver in a bottle, which is very easy to get, but you need it to be able to cling to the weapon and actually hang on through multiple blows and that sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think that's more complicated. Than I'll give you the same as a Tanglefoot bag, DC 25. Okay, I have to still go reasonably well. Cause yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, nope. Nope, okay. I'm not <laughs> and then third one, it's... Yeah. Rigid. Yeah. 
Oh, come on. (laughs) So Lucy experiments extensively, gets several bottles of melted silver, but just can't quite make it stick. Yep. God damn it. So, yeah. That stone is up to gold. Yeah, that's 250 gold worth of silver that you just melted. Damn it. Yeah, alright. So, um, what we'll do is we'll pay pay for the failed one out of the party fund, and then um, you guys can pay for your own yourself. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, really badly. It happens. Yeah, and it's it. This is hard, Elden. Yeah. If you were a gnome, you'd have a racial bonus. <laughs> Just Time that. to go back and change your genetics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when you when you are doing stuff, not that we've made any difference with those roles, but when you are doing that stuff, you can actually get Jack to come and help, technically. <laughs> Yeah, but uh-huh. I, my, my only bonus for me is the plus two. Yeah, plus your intelligence, which puts you a lot higher than anyone else. Yeah, it's, so that's a... I've got a plus four bonus. Yes, yeah, so you're yeah. looking at a six to assist. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can try. <laughs> that's a plus two that she didn't have. Yeah, but I've no, it's a, it's a, it's no, it's a total. I've got I'm a, three a plus four and a bonus, six. so it's a plus four total. Yes, so if you roll a six, you get a difficulty. Oh, right, yes, yes. So yeah. yeah. How much does a a, uh, a earthbreaking cost again? No idea off the top of my head. Uh, fuck all compared to the amount of money you have. Why do you ask? You're looking to buy a silver one. Uh, <laughs> God's no, that'd be far too expensive. That's like uh, it's uh, 180 gold on top of the regular cost, so it's not um, actually ridiculous. Anyway. I'm going to buy some uh, Earthbreaker is 40 gold. So that would be two, 220 gold would buy you a silver non-masterwork Earthbreaker. Mm. Anyway, I kind of, I don't know. Well, the party could reimburse you guys. It would take up mo- it would take up a decent chunk of the money, but it does seem like you guys having silver sheen is in everybody's best interests. What are, yeah. what, what, are, what, are, what are our thoughts, team? Well, I don't need silver sheen. No, what are our thoughts yeah, about buying it for these two? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah okay, silver sheen. What, what was the... 250 for a bottle of silver sheen. And you're both having one, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, sweet. So that's nice straightforward. Okay. 500. Yep. So... We have 556 left, so we've still got a bit of money, and you guys can have your... And there are also obvious things like if you're not outside your home at night, then you're largely um, largely safe. Yeah. Yeah, well, seeing, uh, seeing like, neither burglaring, or, although admittedly Jack was robbing people during the day, which is a pickpocket by trade, um, when I was doing that, but seeing I'm not doing the academy night cleaning, Jack will probably just stay inside at night more. <laughs> Shall we continue on? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. so... We have a, we, we all get paranoid about vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to finish the looking for vampires thing while we're all yeah, sitting here well. thinking about vampires? So, uh, uh, hold on. So it was 240 to uh, get a non-masterwork... 220 for a non-masterwork silver shaker. Okay, so... It's cheaper than buying the silver shaker. Yeah. It doesn't have the utility. Yeah. Because you can't, say, give it to other people or... 
put it on your magical earthbreaker or whatever. In your particular case, it's probably a better bet because then you have a permanent silver weapon as opposed to a. Um, how big is the is the earthshaker? It's a giant double-headed sledgehammer. Yeah, but how big is it, like? Uh, for carrying measurements or for carrying. Uh, it's really heavy. Garen's probably got it written down. Yeah, it depends yeah. on if you've got that Garen's much spare. ridiculously Garen, strong and wears heavy armor everywhere, though, so I can't imagine he's going to blink at it unless yeah. he's ridiculously overloaded already. Mm. I should remember I have that. But that's overloaded, so. Uh, what do you think? I think silver would probably have problems carrying two of them because that would um. Well, I've got a totem spear, which is six pounds. I'll, I'll look this up if it's um, particularly important to people. So two twenty, you said for the silver. I did. Uh, yes. Yeah. More so if you want to master work it or etc. Et no, okay. uh, so I mean, I can use an earth shaker. Uh, Fourteen pounds. Fourteen, so quite a bit heavier. Yes. And remember, um, you need you are only supposed to hit light carrying capacity, and you need um, extra weight space if you want to actually have benefit from preparation slots. Um. So if I grab one of those, uh, Garen's got to. I, I don't know why you need a silver earthbreaker though. Yeah. Surely well, you'd be better with. Hard. Well, you <laughs> could also get a silver headed totem spear. You I wouldn't know, be able I'm to use your. Uh, You'd be using your strength while wielding it. Yeah, well, I do that with my totem spear yeah. anyway. Strength bar rather than um, But, like, the thing is, is, like, carrying two totem spears? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Earthbreaker is bigger and heavier than your totem spear. Well, the other thing is, I can carry the new totem spear instead of my other totem spear. Yeah, but silver weapons are worse to you attack with. Yeah, um, but what? How, how much worse? Minus one damage. Yeah, it's not a huge amount. No, but it is a kind of permanent problem. The other thing you could do if you wanted a silver bludgeoning weapon is just buy like a silver mace or something, much smaller, much lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Still looks like this is a backup weapon. Anyway, um, interesting is yeah. this conversation about yeah, it, but it is. If you guys are just going to sit around and think deeply, maybe no, you can I, do I that on think your own. I don't think deeply. I think it just. Yeah. I've got a. Garen's going to start building his uh, old master worker shaker. Okay. So you are doing that uh, at this stage in lieu of going to the library? Uh, no, I'll do the library. Okay. Give me a knowledge. Uh, it is civilization, it's history and geography and that. Add a plus two bonus because you are using the Jagari University Library. Nice. Uh, 28. Which they do let you in without a particular problem, um, but it definitely takes longer. Like someone sort of comes out and actually looks you over to make sure you're not hacking right. with blood <laughs> veil before they let you in. Um, at a 28, you actually find stuff out. You do a quick search through Corvosan archives, and <coughs> there is very little in Corvosa. Corvosa has never had an extensive problem with vampires. They have all sorts of undead, but more in the mindless skeletons and ghouls and zombies and that kind of ghosts and that kind of thing. Um, less with less with the highly intelligent vampires and that kind of thing. Um, so you have a look over, you you conclude, yeah, okay, he's definitely not a Corvosa native, he's come here for the play, which is what you really assist. Uh, and 
Uh, he is from Ustalav. When you go looking through the Ustalavian records, you will find several references to Rakmoska Akmenos. Uh, he is the count of a place called Vano County, which is a- an area of land that's all deep, dark, murderous forests. And um, it it's, you know that village you went to in the world's most wondrous year? Yeah. It's totally like that. It's exactly like the pulp Transylvanian woods. Yeah. Nice. Go near the castle territory. Yeah. Um, so he is the count of that area. He is by no stretch of the imagination the, the ruler of Ustaltov. But um, that does not make him excessively rich as nobles go, but he's probably got 20,000 gold to throw around for this project without really blinking. Um, and... The records you find go back. He became the count of that county 800 years ago. It is not terribly unusual at Ustalav to have people who live for extraordinary long periods of time for reasons you shouldn't ask about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he is a scholar who has written around the world and one of the things you find is actually letters that he has sent the Jigari University as the count of, of this county looking for information on this, that and the other thing. His researchers center around diseases. He is actually a doctor and a healer in his own right in the sense that high ranks and heal also covers being a disease expert as well as an actual healer. Um, reading between the lines here uh your check will give you some information, but you're probably better to take some of this to Flora and get her opinion on it later. Uh, Flora, can you give me a heal check at plus four, based off what Garen has produced, and then I'll see what I'm giving Garen. Sixteen. Okay. It sounds like he is looking more into cures than diseases, per se. Um... What he like, like the information that he's picking up on a wide variety of diseases is more about how they get cured and how various conditions and weird plagues and strange things like that can be cured. Uh, and the other thing that you find is that when Rakmoska Akmenos was alive, he was a wizard, hmm. class leveled vampire. Oh, lovely. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Your takeaway, yes. he is dangerous to you with a big capital D. As in, if he did already make a promise, we'd all already be dead. Well, killing you single ha- you know, one-on-one last night would have been well within his capacities. Lovely. Yikes. I kind of love it with the monsters have class levels. Yep. Yeah, well, vampires pretty hofty dangerous. And Ergo, you could safely assess that he's probably quite intelligent as well. He's been doing this for a long time. And Susie, you've got 58 pounds of carrying capacity mm. all up for everything, including leaving to leave space for preparation slots if you want to have them. And mm-hmm. there is one... So I don't know how much stuff you're currently carrying. That's all the information you find out about his disease researchers and what they might mean and that sort of thing. Uh, and then there is just this obscure mm. little tucked away side effect. 27. Um, that nice. some scholars here at the Jigari University have actually met him, you know, 500 years ago in passing and, you know, examined, examined him to help him with his doctoring and this sort of thing. The records of that are gone. All you find is this little obscure note. 
that says that he has an odd tattoo. Um, and I can't for the life of me remember what this is. Um, do you remember this, dear heart? It's a red mantis tattoo. Oh, oh. from uh, from the island. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the, what the tattoo is specifically. It, it, I don't know if it was like a scorpion or something yeah. like that. Uh, I can actually find this out fairly rapidly. Uh, can you give me another knowledge civilization check? This is separate to your researchers. So you have to bonus to it. Ooh, not great. Uh, AC. Okay, yeah. You know what that is and what it means. Sweet. Um, so the Red Mantis are an organization of assassins. Um, they get paid to kill people. The one thing they don't do absolutely the one rule that they follow more than anything else, they don't do regicide. Hmm. Because their god, Aceros, the um, god of the Red Mantis, who's a very minor deity as far as such things go, because he's the god who is worshipped by the Red Mantis assassins and is supposed to be a giant blood Red Mantis, um, claims himself to be the king of mantises. And as a sign of their religious respect to him, they do not commit regicide. There's also a practical element in that regicide is kind of hard, but it's primarily a religious thing. So Iliosa is in no danger of being killed by them, uh, either directly or indirectly. If they're spreading plague to kill the queen, that would be an incredibly inefficient and indirect method of doing it. If they're spreading plague to get the queen thrown off her throne and killed by some other effect that would definitely fit around their religious convictions because they're not doing it. You know, Other people are doing it as a result of things they vaguely did. So, so vampire, wizard, assassin. Vampire, wizard, red mantis, assassin. You know what would be easier to deal with? Just a t- what? <laughs> yes, but he's pretty much immortal. Did I mention the dangerous for the big capital D? You're fine. Yeah. I didn't realize you were carrying this and half preparing. That's really weird. You're fine. <laughs> This is why I'm okay with carrying stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm just so weird for a lightly armoured, lightly loaded character to not be gilled up to the eyeballs with stuff, particularly considering you have a giant weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... But of course you do have a missile chain shirt, it doesn't yeah. get much yeah, lighter It's because his armour is incredibly light. Right, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a lot heavier before. Right, yep, that makes and sense. And I haven't kind of uploaded Filled, filled on stuff. Yep, you've got you've got heaps of space, even with needing to leave like ten pounds um, for I was looking at a heavy flail. There it is. Uh, on his back, between his shoulder blades, um, he has a sort of a red in, which, when looked at in the right way, might be two mantis arms linking together like this. And there's a picture of it on Sasha Navar. Probably. This is going to be problematic. And the the red mantis are. Uh, border between a relatively trivial threat and phenomenally dangerous depending on what particular member you're talking about. As an organisation, they're reasonably powerful and dangerous. Any individual guy would be much better than a thug for hire but might just be a skilled blade as opposed to a super murderous vampire wizard. <laughs> this guy, on the other hand, is a, a super murderous wizard. vampire wizard assassin. <laughs> Rogue levels and you know what I mean. Rogue levels like, and wizard levels oh. and then the vampire template. Like He's going to be death on toast. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay, Susan, you have my team. Don't forget again. the two uh, yeah. resistance. Heavy flail. Yep. What about um, it? If I solve it on the bow, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Um, so no it's, um, stop you. it's going to be um, like 
Unless he's incredibly unlikely the rogue one was a lot one. He's so far outside SDR, it's not funny. Yeah, heavy flail, yeah. Uh, 195 gold. Silver heavy flail. Which uh, 195? Yep. Is that master loot? No, that'd be 495. Okay. Should I go masterwork? Why? It's a backup weapon. Masterwork your totem sphere if you're going to masterwork your yeah, totem my, my, my totem sphere is, is masterwork. Well, that's good. Incidentally, this adventure has made it clear that I'm never going to allow another player to call themselves silver or gold. Or any sort of metal that will come up and contact them. Oh, silversmith and silver. <laughs> yeah, the silversmith isn't so bad because we don't refer um, to Garen so as that. So sorry, I didn't grab the stats on that. Um, that was 1d8, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 just look up the heavy flail in the book. Yeah. And it's, and it's a minus one, whatever it is. Minus one to your damage, yes. Master work. Ten goals. Uh, I'm only following the precedent you set of dwarves having the family name followed by their job. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't you haven't gone with the um, dice camera action. Remember Silver Chunk? Yes. Um, yeah, and... The, how they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, we've got five minutes left. Okay. Five to ten minutes left. Uh, let us. Then we will leave that and that for next week. Um, I think the next one I will take is Jack looking for Ruan. Cool. So, um,. Jack will come by and see Flora, who is less horribly sick, so I'm presuming that you're okay, but, you know, if you if you tell me that you're not, I will postpone this later, but I will tell you that um, Tiora is a bit worried about her brother, um, Rowan, and um, I was wondering if you could help track him down. Yeah, but I would like to go and get a removed disease from the bank first. So it's like you're because th- you're because you're sick. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's going to be really expensive. You can go and try and buy one if you want. It's mm-hmm. going to be. I would think. Let's go and find out how much. Yeah, you are back to the bank of Abadar. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the bank of Abadar has been bought to order from the last time you were here when there was the mob outside. Yep. Which means that there is an ordered mob outside. Yeah. The guard on the bank, since you were here last, has been quadrupled. Yeah. There are 14 Corvosan guards standing outside. Man. And there is a massive line going back out of the... Going back out of the line. Um, when you hang around for a bit uh, and start asking questions about what's going on and that sort of thing... Uh, guard, there are guards coming down the line, openly telling people, "There's no healing. There's no healing to be had here. Clerics are out for the day. You need to come back tomorrow." Um, Literally, the Bank of Avadar no longer has any clerics that haven't already spent their removed disease spells who can cast them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they presumably don't have any sp- um, spells of removed disease scrolls of removed disease for sale. Uh, if you want to go asking about that, uh, give me a luck check, Flora. I think is the one who's most affected by this. 17. Okay. Uh, scroll. Uh, he, he nods to you. That'll be more ex- that'll be more expensive, man, but I'll go in and ask for you if you like. Dick, 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 dick. Comes back out. They do have, they do have a couple. 
although they're in hot demand. They're in hot demand at the moment, unsurprisingly. At this point, they are merely at a 1.5 times markup. That's a good deal. We should probably buy all of them that we can get. There are three presently available, and I'm just looking up. <coughs> they are going to cost you a third level divine spell. Is sees, uh, so if you get a calculator. Thank you. Each one is merely selling for 562 gold. Right. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we can't afford... Okay, so the party could buy one of them, and then the party fund will be broke. Um, at which point I need to confirm that somebody has money I can borrow off them. <laughs> uh, they also have potions available, because those don't need casting, for 1,125 gold oh. each. Yeah. Right, so do you want Demand to... Demand does not I begin to I will buy myself this. a scroll. Okay. If you want to buy one so that there is one for an emergency. That seems like a sensible precaution. Then yeah. we can do that. Okay. You well, put a I, I'd like to buy one too. Um, okay. Alright, so we... we um, yeah, but I'm going to be going in and I'm going to yeah. be catching it multiple times. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So I need to be... You okay. gain... So you spend 562 gold apiece. As long as there are not more than three of these being purchased, they have nope. no difficulty with supply. So, party fund is now and again you find out pieces. what you had already found out before that the clerics are many of the clerics right. are sick so you're wanting to, your one that you purchase you can of course use as you please you wanting to cure yourself immediately or keep it yeah. yep you cure yourself immediately you cast this off the scroll and you are cured of blood veil so it was 562 yep um, and then um, you um, can Put two scrolls of remove disease on your character sheet. Yep, I will do that right now. Yeah. And Lucy, are you also getting your one cast on you immediately? Oh. Well, what should I do? I mean, I can. I, I can. can. I would be inclined to save it for yeah. a rainy day, but the it's your scroll. You can make that decision. The other two have made two of one. One of the two saves concurrent saves necessary to shake the blood veil. You have made none of them at present. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so I I have to like wait two more days without it. Yeah, and I could fail the next. Yeah, and it could so, take you a while to shake it. So On the other I'll, hand, if it, yeah. if you use this, um, you will. There's a decent chance the next time you come across blood veil, you will catch it again. Um, yeah, but if I'm back to full capacity, I will most likely make better heal checks. She can also yeah. cure your your damage as well. It, it's entirely your decision. It's your scroll. In your yeah. shoes, I would save it, but it is your yeah. decision. Okay, I, I think I'll save it because we're not going out to All right. So, but anytime yeah. soon. In the meantime, we'll remember it's your scroll, but we're keeping it on yeah. Flora because you can't cast it. Exactly. And Flora, you're cured. Yeah. So stop tracking your successes. I figured it was more And the thing is, is we can always break it out yeah. if you start getting seriously worse. <laughs> yeah, we now have a nice we now have a nice resource we can On use. On the only real plus, at least it's not wisdom draining, so your heal skill isn't going down with it. The other hand the con drain will eventually kill you, which is a small problem. Okay, so we spent a chunk of the morning outside the bag of Abadar. On the yep. other hand, I'm now tooling around with a fully cured flora. Yep. So we're now looking for a guy who who doesn't have to worry about us coughing on him. Can you give me an urban tracking roll? So what are we looking for? Ruan um, Murakova. Tiora's Zora and I are looking yeah. for Ruan Murakova. 
That was a nice roll. Twenty. And I will also use this as your general um, background information on who the guy is and what he's about and that sort of thing. Okay, so you can find out from asking questions around the West Shore, where they lived, um, who the Mirakovas are. Um, specifically, the Mirakova parents of Tiora and Ruan actually live elsewhere entirely, um, several weeks away in a city called Magnamar, which is also in Varesia. Um The brother and sister effectively split off to make their fortune. Um, Jack, Tiora has openly told you, so you already know this, that her parents had problems you know, with her lifestyle well, choices of being a thief. Yeah. Um, they fought bitterly about it. Ruan, from what you find out, is the good brother. Right. Um, he came here to pursue his art. Yeah. He sounds like a very airy-fairy, arty-farty hippie type. Yeah. You know, he came here for free expression. That Corvosa does produce a reasonably large number of uh, extraordinary artists, and he came yeah. here for inspiration, and apparently found it. He's got a reputation as being a decent, uh, a pretty decent artist, if not a commercially successful one. Um, More he, successful than, than Trinia Sabor? Uh, no, not generally. Okay. Um, they're both in that sort of, you know, they make a living at it, but they yeah. don't make super money at okay. it. Okay. I still can't believe you convinced Rosalie to join the Grey Maidens. It's so lame. Why doing that she was a coercive cat? Moreover, um, his, he's not an artist like her. He doesn't paint. Mm. He's an artist in the sense of what he does is he plays the ocarina. Oh, nice. So he's a bard? He is a bard. He mm-hmm. plays the ocarina. Or at least someone with points in the form. Doesn't so necessarily the one of time? <laughs> no, not the ocarina of so he's not Link. A regulation of <laughs> He does look kind of linky. I have to he, say. Does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Well, he looks super, he looks more emo than silver. You might be dethroned as the emo bard of the adventure. Yeah. So, uh, so it's a good point. This, unless this guy has robo uh, here. Fairly recently, you'll find, um, he came into some money. You don't track down how he got it. Yeah. Um, but enough so that he said, right, I'm, I'm wealthy now and can pursue my career and took off to do so. And more or less abandoned Tiora in the process. Yeah, lovely. Um, well, he went off to pursue his muse. When yeah. you go urban tracking him to find out where he now is, you find that he took a job, so he can't... He, when I say wealthy, what I mean is he probably picked up around 50 gold worth, so it's a yeah. big infusion relative to what he was living, but it's not retired to Hawaii money. Yeah. Um, he has gone to a place to perform his art called Carowin Manor, which is the um, manor house that has been closed off for the Grand Noble Party of Keep the Plague Out. So he's in there as entertainment, presumably, because he's right. certainly not noble. So, um, Carol... Carolyn Manor. Manor. That's where he is right now. Right, cool. You could go and see him, except for the fact that they're explicitly excluding everyone from going in. Sweet. And that is what you discover. Cool. So Tiora didn't really specifically ask me to come... She asked me to just kind of keep an eye on the I don't believe she specifically She doesn't know he's in Carolyn Manor. No, but she didn't ask me specifically tell me where he is. She no, said, she just said, I want to know where my brother... Uh, she, in fact, did say, I want to know where my brother is. If you find out, tell me. Okay, sweet. In that case, I will go and find her. Yeah, and she sort of swears, grumbles, and all right, I, I guess he's... 
So. At least we know where he is. Yeah. Thank you. Sweet. Okay, and that's done. That is everything Jack wanted to do in the downfall. <laughs> right, thank you for your patience, but, you know, in all fairness, I got awesome, awesome backstory for that burg- little burglary trip. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't complaining at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I will move to the next dramatic bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which Very is... Nice. So, Lucy, you said you were looking at going back to the shop to um, actually do alchemy work and see your mother and that sort of thing Yeah, as well. if I wasn't sick, but I'm sick, so I'm not going You're to not go. You're not going to go back to the alchemy shop? No, because okay. I don't want to get my mother sick. Yeah. She might want to she already is. I want, I, I'd like to send a message at least <laughs> to Z cool. and just ask what, how, cool. how she's doing. Cool. <laughs> it's, a sick, it's a sick bird. I will just like write to Z. <laughs> yeah, it sends a message by a nice yeah. regular non-blood veil candidate. Yeah, exactly. okay. No, no, no blood veil will keep a postman from his appointed duty. <laughs> Go <old> postman. <laughs> Are you thinking of the no gloom or? Yeah, no, it is the, it's the no yeah. gloom of day. No gloom of night or. Alright, so you we will move on from that one then. It's not going to give you the dramas. Yay! Oh, it sounded like your mum was going to be sick. Oh shit! <laughs> you won't find out what's going on there then. Yeah. Um, but I do I do send a message to Z asking yeah. how things are going and stuff like that. Yeah, although the messages are going slower, just like everything yeah. else in the city. Uh, so at that point we hit the end of the week where you guys are doing all your generic downtime stuff. We can do the rolls now. We can do the rolls next week. Yeah, you prefer. Oh, yeah. Turn them now. oh I was going to say next week because it's ten twenty already. Okay, it's pretty damn quick. Okay, I've been right. saying we already know what you're doing. Yeah, okay. just do next week with the check. Flora is healing people. You are welcome to change out, but I see no compelling reason for you to do so. Yes, natural oh, twenty. Twenty nice. Yeah. That's she gonna, heals all the people. Um, Garen is building, trying to get, uh, get uh, foreign merchant contacts and things in. Yep, so that is 20. Uh, adding to this, Garen, you've actually realised one of the things that needs to happen, with the Chimera actually report on this, is trade needs to keep happening for other mm-hmm. things. Food, resources, Corvosa doesn't have. Trade must flow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when it stops, you're going to. it's not going to make the plague worse, but you're going to have other problems that will kill people. Yeah. So that's 20 altogether for me. Jack, you are... Um, seeking out patients for Flora yep. and generally trying to keep order on the streets. However, I am concentrating on other things this week. That is an 11. Yep. Less. Okay, um, so was I going to be helping out with keeping you um, um, safe or was I going to do the show? I'd, I'd say do the show this week. Put yes, on okay. a show. Make one wrong move and everyone will know. Very entertaining. Ooh, nice. uh, so it's only for today. Tomorrow we'll be dead of play. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, it's really hard to concentrate with singing in the background. Um, twenty six. Nice. You see, you are building your cheap anti plague to boost people's yeah, immune system. She's pretty sick. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, it's also really hard to do outside <laughs> the shop. Yeah. You've got to get yeah. Z to send you bits and pieces. So we will leave it on this dramatic point then. So you are in the background of what else you were doing, doing all your things for the city, and you're starting to realise this is taking up time what you are doing. It is actually taking you away from your regular jobs. 
Uh, you are starting to notice that your bank accounts are getting thinner. Oh. Uh, at this point, you get an official warning from the GM that if you continue to do all this city-saving stuff in the background, it is going to save lives, but it is going to cost you out of your pocket. The amount of money you are making is going to be affected by this. You are giving, sacrificing yourselves to better the city. The GM must now give you a second warning that this risks an alignment shift towards goodness. I'm already good! Yay! I'm the paladin! I don't get a choice! <laughs> There's three people at this table that doesn't matter. Uh, okay, I, I, will bear that, I will bear that in mind. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think Jack's actions are generally that of a... I don't think Jack is altruistic enough, but... No, yeah. I'm not saying that your alignment has shifted. Yeah. Just I, I am there. warning you as a GM that two of the players are moving towards an alignment shift if they keep up these selfless courses of action. <laughs> Well, All right. I'm not entirely selfless. I'm charging the... Yeah, Go on, they're going proud. No, no, the, the, the premise was what you were doing was selling it to yeah. um, to the poor at, you know, cost, at cost. to try and help people, yeah. Yeah. even though you're, you're, you, you are effectively losing it. money on it. I don't want Jack to go care of good, but I, I don't see her as doing something. I, I don't see her as... I see her as taking that yeah. chance to preserve... So that is my up. warning. The GM will warn you, and particularly Garen and Flora, who have literal divine powers backing it, if you start shifting alignments. But everyone else is now giving this warning as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm already a good boy. This is just reinstating what we already know. So, you've spent too much time around Garen, and for you, the visual is working. <laughs> no, this, is, this is our own entirely, entirely separate to you, altruism. You're just being each other trying to Aww. Aww. trying to take some credit. <laughs> Well, I'm still annoyed that he didn't give me any credit for, um, for it, 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 he was giving me a hard time about stealing things after I totally scoffed. And then you went in and, you know... If that's a sufficiently dramatic conclusion, uh, conclusion, I can actually give you a slightly better one to move towards the um, next plot. Okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, we will say at this point that um, Flora hears word on the street, being the girl with her ear to the ground. Uh, as you heard in the paper, uh, Catalina Cavallero the famous opera singer will not be coming to perform the play of St. Elica. Uh, this leaves Gloria Arcona, the backer of the Marble Dome, in a bit of a hole, because this is the grand opening play. Uh, their sign that all is right and well with the city, as well as his personal success associated with the Marble Dome. Unfortunately, her crew is also not coming, which means no one is going to be performing there. However... Laura, you hear you hear that Gloria Arcona has his feelers out. He is looking for someone else to play Saint Elica, someone who is representative of the city, beautiful with a remarkable singing voice, and he has made his request directly of Queen Iliosa herself. Oh. Oh. I'm I'm really sad because I want him to fail. Yeah, but yeah. I, I know I wanted. I, I obviously I don't want Gloria O'Connor to see, but I want the I want the play to go forward. This play sounds awesome. And Does the queen even know how to sing? It, yeah, I, I assume she, so. She's got to be classically trained. <laughs> I think she's about. Uh, yeah, she she, she has spoken about. Um, she has the so, 
she has exactly the sort of thing that Lucy would have, which is the sort of generic how a woman of that noble station should behave. You would expect she knows which fork to eat, how to sing, how to dance, etc., yeah. etc. That doesn't mean she sings terribly well, but... Yeah. Passable, at least. Uh, traditionally, whoever plays Elicure in The Passion of St. Elicure is either very attractive, mm. because it's so Hollywoodized, yeah. Very, a very good singer, or both. And Eliosa is undeniably in the very attractive yeah. camp, at the very least. So, Flora, you hear this rumour and you think, hmm, you know, I bet she'd probably be reasonable at that, although if there's no one else to play all the other roles in the stage crew in that, Eliosa might need friends to perform with her. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Thank goodness we're playing the Charisma Party. You have completed the first little part of the adventure, which is called The Ravenous Dead, for obvious reasons. Yes. You're now moving to the second... These are essentially all little subplots about fighting the plague. You're now moving to the second one. It is called, of course, The Show Must Go On. Oh, yeah. Still wasn't one to shine, I think. And that's what we'll be coming to next week, hopefully. Uh, Well, so...